How you feeling, Bomber Nation? Welcome inside Bonfire Sports. It's Bonfire Midweek. Zach Schnitzer, the Schnitz, Darren yeah. Bombing with you. Uh, this is a special show, Thursday night, but uh, if you are, thanks for joining us live. See people already uh, tuning in on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube as well. We'll have the podcast up real soon. Uh, but Zach, welcome back. Thursday, we're going to do this Tuesdays. That's what I wanted to say before uh, we got into it. But how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm so good, Darren. You know what? First of all, can we still call it midweek if it's Thursday? Like, is Thursday? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. It's it's yeah. midweek. Depends when you start your week. I that is I don't true. Know. Are you I'm, one of those guys uh, that like your your calendar starts on Monday, or is it a, yeah. you a traditional Sunday guy? I'm a, I'm a Monday guy. I You're feel like Monday? Two, okay. Sunday is the end of the week, but then I always feel like getting towards the end of Sunday. I'm like, ooh, I feel like it's already the start of a new week. You know, you start to get a little bit anxious about what do I got to do this week. Right. So, but I got to tell you, Darren, I've got a big smile on my face because I'm happy to see you. And I only saw you two days ago. I know. Like, I know. what is? But, you, like but that was after dark. Now it's it's light out, right? Now I yeah, like it's one thing to see you in the dark. Now I'm seeing you in the light, and I still like what I see. I feel like. Uh, I feel like we're in the honeymoon phase of this this uh, <laughs> torrid relationship, but but you know what? It's it has legs, buddy. Just like the bombers, it's got legs, and uh, you know we're on a strong foundation. So Absolutely. let's go. Let's yeah, go. let's do it. I, I'm I'm already <laughs> excited because you and I have done some great shows uh, yeah. midweek and and the the post game after both uh, preseason games. Uh, looking forward to doing a lot more with you throughout the season. Uh, shout out to uh, everyone in the chat, uh, Blue Bomber Brandon, uh, Andrea Co uh, Kohach, I apologize, I absolutely just butchered your name, <laughs> I got Schnitzer down, I've got Bombing down, like barely, uh, we'll, we'll fix your name up too there, Andrea, so uh, uh, thanks for joining, uh, everybody get into the live chat, text the hotline, 204-816-TIPS, yep. 816-8477. Sandy is in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Booch27 loves the show. Uh, we love you joining us. Uh, everybody is excited to, to get things going. Lots to get to on the yeah. show today, Zach, right? Like, we want to get through the roster. Uh, I think you and I can talk about, you know, who we kind of expect to start yeah on june 10 like I'm, I'm just looking over at my schedule here and it's it's crazy it's june it feels like april <laughs> 2nd it's june 2nd uh, i can't like this is what i was thinking today when i was on the practice field zach what do these american guys who have never been to canada before in their life what do they think of us like they think <laughs> this is june in canada they actually think that i i hope you know, it's, Cole Adamson and Nick Dembski and uh, a handful of the, the Winnipeg guys, Brady and, and the rest, they're, they're telling these guys, this is not normal. It should be spring weather. It should be football kickoff weather. Unfortunately, it's not. But we'll, we'll take the football kickoff on time, right? It's not like last year. Uh, do, do you know the forecast for Friday? Because I haven't looked. I'm it's sure hoping supposed it's a to nice be, night. It's supposed to be good. I think I, it's it's a ways out, right? Like you can't say anything for sure. No with the weather we've had. No, um, but uh, it should be nice. I know people are just going to go regardless, right? Like they're raising right. the banner. Uh, if you're a season ticket holder, you've either got your replica gray cup ring. Let's see it. Come on. I'm, oh, you got both. I, I brought I brought the twin today. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, I, I 19 and 21 light here. Yeah. Nine, 19 and 21. And it, 
there's some missing space here, Darren. Right? Oh. So I think um, shout out to Tasha Schofeld. She was one of the fans featured on the shoulder here of the new one. You probably can't see it. Yes. Very but cool like detail. Section yeah. 140. There was Tyson Ducharme. I've got the name somewhere. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But uh, can you imagine being immortalized on the side of a gray cup ring? Like, like that's, that's forever. Oh my that God. is absolutely forever. And it's like, I think it's cool how the bombers have those bricks for season ticket holders, like walking up to IG field. I got one. You got one of those. That's Look awesome. For Schnitzer, everybody. 1996. I love that. Uh, yeah. but to be on the championship ring, to be like yeah, on the crazy. mantle or in the safe deposit box or on the knuckles of the heroes that brought a, a back-to-back great cup championship. To Winnipeg and and to Bomber Nation, that's so, so cool. Big shout out to the Bombers and and to Baron Rings. They they did a great job uh, with them as well. Uh, People in the chat, Sandy mentioning BA, who's from Florida, stayed here all winter. He said it wasn't so bad. Like he's he's probably just being like, I don't want to come across as as a a, a lightweight Floridian. Yeah. Uh, Like, because manitoba like we manitoba born and bred we knew how bad that winter was right like yeah it it was ridiculous it was bad for us dude it was bad for us that's what i mean for us it was bad for you it was bad for me especially when I i was on paternity leave i had the little guy he can't even talk yet so the best thing to do with that kid is get him outside well we couldn't even go outside couldn't go to the mall to run around because it was the height of covid let me just give you a quick tidbit on my little guy, and okay. then we'll get into the stuff everybody wants to talk about, which is right. which is the cuts today, the rings, practice. You had a nice video with Taylor Allen. This little guy, he can't really talk, but he's obviously read my Psych 101 textbook because he is fully into the Oedipus complex. This what little is, guy... What is, what is that? Well, the, the Oedipus complex is... Oedipus was a young man. He's walking along the street in ancient uh, Greece and Thebes. Gets into a fight. Gets into a a tussle with a guy on the street. Okay. And the other guy ends up dead. Okay. Fast forward. Oedipus gets married. And uh, later finds out that the guy he killed was his dad. Didn't know at the time. Terrible. Terrible. So your son has the Oedipus complex. We're getting into some some deep stuff here, but like, what do you mean your son has an Oedipus complex? Well, here we go. So uh, look, nobody from the chat is saying anything, so that's a good sign. They're not like, <laughs> is it? I don't know here. if that's a good sign. <laughs> Freud was onto something, Darren. Listen, Oedipus ends up marrying a woman named Jocasta. Guess what? It's his mom, and he doesn't know it. And when he finds out, he pokes out his eyes. So the Oedipus myth, and Freud took that and he said, little babies, they want their mommy so much. Yeah, watch your back. <laughs> little babies want their mommy so much that they they have this like deep psychic need to kill their fathers because they want wow. mommy and the, to nurse with mommy and be with mommy all to themselves. Who's in the way of mommy? This guy, this big stinky hulking guy. So what oh, does he do? I see. Whenever I do After Dark with you, buddy, Guess who wakes up extra early? It's like he he knows and he knows, but he's not trying to kill me so much as slowly, you know, get me out of the picture, you know, 
Like dad's gonna get hit by a truck and like just be debilitated <laughs> if he's this tired driving. Like the little guy is a he's a monster. See, I, I thought you were gonna say like he's like trying to steal your replica gray cup rings. <laughs> but you're talking about your son being much more sinister than that. Uh, sinister, snake buddy. bite, snake bite kind of sharing my sentiments. Mm. Mm, that's yeah, eat up look it up, folks. Eat up his complex. Little oh, boys, they, they want that dad out of the way. He's in the way of mom, right? Sleeping in the same bed as mom. I want to be in there. <laughs> I, I don't blame I wanna, you. Not dad. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm going to wake you up super early so that you like, you know, it's, that's a form of torture when you don't give people sleep. Sleep deprivation? But anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm thinking right now, this might be a form of torture for people that tuned in to talk football. <laughs> <laughs> no let, let zach all joking aside let, let's get into it we want to talk yeah, about the cfl on tsn my top yeah. 50 ballot yeah i'm gonna to uh put that out right at the beginning of the regular season uh, i got a ballot again this year uh there's a handful of voters so we, we put together a top 40 they compile it all we'll get a top yeah. 50 so like maybe we'll talk about our can't miss top 10 guys yeah uh, you know and get a little debate going there we'll talk about some of the injury updates uh if you can call it that from blue bombers practice there are some guys that could be ready to go for week one others i'm not so sure uh we'll talk a little bit more about your your ring or we we did touch on it already but let's let's start here and talk about the roster yeah. And some of the guys we see grabbing a starting job on June 10 when the Bombers kick off against the Red Blacks. So the, the Bombers released a handful of guys today. Uh, yeah. Josh Miller, you and I talked about, Zach, on game day after dark, had two tough missed tackles in the backfield. As a DB, you miss tackles. Those really glare on the film with coaches. Um, Leon Johnson, the offensive lineman, uh, Brandon Sanford, those guys had, uh, you know, some tough times as well. Uh, BJ Muckleveen, a receiver running back Shane Simpson, uh, who'd yeah. been working at receiver as well. Uh, and this is the one I think has caught the attention of the most people out there. WAP Fillier, yeah. uh, who had that 78 yard touchdown off the arm, uh, of Dakota Prukop in the preseason yeah. finale. Uh, a lot of people surprised to see him go. I'll, I'll start by saying this. We asked Mike O'Shea. Well, it was Paul Friesen of the Winnipeg Sun who asked Mike O'Shea about Wap Fillier um, being cut with a big play. And, and O'Shea, you know, stated what I expected him to. It comes down to more than just one play. Like, making plays helps. Yeah. You yeah. make a big play, you know, probably made the decision tougher. But, you know, like you and I have talked about a few times, including our first episode of Bonfire Midweek, the Bombers are deeper at receiver than it shows on paper. Yeah. So they're, they got a lot of tough decisions. There's still some guys in the mix. Head over to bonfiresports.ca, click the news section at the top, and you can download my way too early depth chart. It's not really too early anymore. I think it's right on time. Oh, no, man. Well, well, it makes me, the, the guys who get cut, you know what it reminds me of? Do you remember in 2018, in that preseason game, uh, where Chris Strebler was 10 for 10. He was perfect in that preseason game. And that's one of the reasons he started that, that crazy rain game when Edmonton came and beat us. That game stopped and started like three times. And one of the receivers that shined all of camp I remember reading about was a guy named Miles White. And mm -hmm. I was really excited to see this guy. And sure mm -hmm. enough, he scores like an 80-yard touchdown from Chris Strebler in that game. Right. And then he got cut. And nobody picked him. Like, it's not just that he got cut there and nobody picked him up. And, and it made me think, you know, these some of these guys make some big plays. We talked about number 48, Jackson. Uh, you know, he's already back in Georgia, apparently. I was talking to his brother. 
you know, this is tough, but I think the plays you see in the preseason game when the lights are on, maybe that's a little bit of the icing on the cake, but they didn't quite have enough cake. And the cake is built in rookie camp and it's built in training camp and it's right. those day-to-day, minute-to-minute habits. And that's why Mike O'Shea always says, I've got to check the film. And, and and it's kind of annoying when he keeps saying it, right? It's like he's But avoiding. it's real. He's dancing. It's real, though. That's football. It it's details. Yeah, no no question. I'm just pulling up the, the depth chart here uh, for the Blue Bombers. Now, uh, again, you can find it on bonfiresports.ca. But let's, let's look through it, Zach. Uh, and you'll see here, everybody, our newest sponsor, Maroons Road Apparel. You can check them out at maroonsroadapparel.com. Really, really cool stuff. Here. Well, you know what? I'll do that in a second. I'll, I'll show people some of their cool designs in a second, but here's the depth chart. And, um, you know, following the cuts today, uh, I will thank uh, the one person on Twitter who mentioned to me that uh, slot back um, uh, Dixon has yeah. already been cut. He, he, oh, he yeah, was let go. But uh, there are, you know, like, like Antonio Nunn, Greg McRae, Lucky Jackson, TJ Simmons, uh, Tavares Harrison. These are the guys, Blake Jackson, who we know yeah. was, was injured in training camp in, in 2021. These are the guys that are, are in the mix, right? They're, yeah. they're the ones pushing out. The Bombers still have cuts to make, Zach. But when you look at Bailey, well, we've got to remember Dalton Schoen. I, I have him starting, if you can yes. see it right there. I've, I've got like him it. at a... I like spot. that, Darren. I, I like what he... Listen, and again, it's those small... Sorry to interrupt, but it's those small yeah. things, right? It It's that block that you that you, that you you hit on, on a big run from a from Prukop there, right? Like, that's as big as a big catch for Mike O'Shea and Buck Pierce yep. and all those guys. It, it's huge to throw a block. That's why Darvin Adams was on the field last year. He threw those blocks. He didn't have a lot of production, but those are the little things that maybe especially I'll speak for myself. I don't see all those things, but if you're wondering, you know, why did that guy get cut? I think as, as sad as it is to see a guy named like WAP get cut. And I saw uh, Barfly says this on, on the mm. chat, you see the end result, but maybe, maybe the DB fell down, right? It looks yep. sexy, but you know, when you take off the makeup, no, I'm I'm going somewhere where I shouldn't. But you know what I mean, Darren. <laughs> right? Well, like like you make one big play in the game, that's great. But if you didn't yeah. make them in practice, if you're dropping balls, if you're not assignment sharp, yeah, uh, you know that one big play, you know, it may leave an impression. It may not leave enough of one, uh, you know, for you. Well, to let lock me let me say down. one more. You you talked about Greg McRae, right? And mm -hmm. he's a guy. I thought, okay, he's he's done and dusted. He dropped a punt, right? But he so did Evan Holm. Cut. Evan so Holmes still Evan on the Holm, team, right? Yeah. You you tweeted today. Evan Holm got a pick in practice, right? Yeah. Like yep. you can't judge it on one thing. It, it's a pattern. It's what the guy does every single snap, and they they take the average. I imagine and the coaches look at it and say, you know, how did he do in camp, and and what what stood out. It's not those right. single single plays that maybe most fans like myself might notice. Uh, so I have Rashid Bailey, Dalton mm. Schoen. Nick Dembski, of course, Greg Ellingson, Drew Wolitarski as my starting five receiver group. I have shown as the starter over Janarian Grant because mm -hmm. I expect Grant to be the day one returner. And I expect Absolutely. shown, you know, like Michael, she's talked about this. 
yeah. guys can do it, but it's probably not preferable. They yeah. can do it if in a pinch, but I think, um, you know, it's, it's probably going to be shown getting the offensive snaps. I, I imagine Grant can come in, uh, yeah. but it's probably going to be shown snap one, um, you know, at one of those slot back spots. Brady Oliveira was the first team running back today. Uh -huh. last, week, last week for their one practice prior to their game in Saskatchewan, Johnny Augustine was the starting running back. It is, I will say it over and over again. It is going to be a backfield by committee in 2022. Uh, Kyle Borsa, Greg McRae, they'll get in the mix. Uh, not sure if McRae will begin on the practice roster. I think the Blue Bombers, Zach, are, are going to figure that out this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but we may not hear about it until Thursday, like uh, seven days from now, when the Bombers come out with uh, their official week one roster and injury lists. Uh, and the rest. Um, I see Mike Miller right here on the screen. How about that? I, I never noticed that before. Oh, wait. What do you mean, Look, Mike Miller? It, well, no, my cursor is a little hand. I've never seen that before. <laughs> what happened? I don't know what happened to my arrow. Are you saying, are you calling Mike Miller a, a little hand? Little no. This is the killer Mike Miller, buddy. He's Watch the, it. Yeah, let, let's remember who gave him that nickname. Uh, <laughs> now, Mike who Miller. gave him the nickname? Oh, I did. You did? I've been calling him the killer Mike Miller for two years, three years, going back to, to 19. I love me some CFL nicknames, buddy. Like Watt Filer, okay, he, Fillier, he's wow. gone. Killer Mike Miller, love it. Absolutely. Swiss Army Knife, Nick Dembski, love we were, it. We, we were talking about uh, uh, Julian Fiola Godino on After Chi -chi. Dark. And Chi-Chi, yeah, <laughs> that was... His teammates gave him that nickname, but Dude, Mike Miller. Dude, how much fun is this? We're talking football, <laughs> and there's people listening, and they have some interesting thoughts. Yes, let's go, Bombers! Friday night, buddy. The 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 hunt for the three beat begins. Like, can you believe yep. it? No, I I know. Oh I'm I'm just glad we're starting on time. Everybody's healthy and 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 good to go for 2022. It's going to be a real fun season. And uh, thanks to everybody out there for uh, joining us today and and joining us for the ride. Uh, all season uh, on Bonfire Sports. Uh, Mike Miller had not practiced throughout training camp. He was back at it today. So a very positive sign, probably, you know, uh, vet days or whatever you want to call it, ensuring his body is where it needs to be once the season starts. Um, right. Now, uh, Pat Newfeld has not practiced through the majority of training camp. He practiced a little bit today, but was not available to the media. So that tells us he was not a full participant. Greg Ellingson, I would also say, was a partial participant, but he practiced the first few days of camp and then, and then has kind of been down since. I think it's 11 days he has missed uh, uh, in Bombers camp. Right. Zach, uh, I saw him running on the far side of the field. So he's getting the lungs, getting the okay. uh, cardio back to where it needs to be. I expect him to be good. Uh, Mike yeah. O'Shea expects him to be good uh, for week one. But... Um, you know, we can, we can move on from receivers and yeah. the, the offensive line, I think is, is the next one. We yeah. can talk quarterbacks. I'm noticing a couple people in the live chat, um, you know, asking about, uh, the quarterbacks, yeah. they can keep four quarterbacks right now. Joe Mancuso, the fourth stringer, uh, came to camp late. He's back home handling a family issue, according to Mike O'Shea. So you got Prukup, you got Brown, you got Kolaris. Yeah. Kolaris will start. Prukup looks to be the short yardage quarterback. Yeah. Drew Brown looks to be uh, the guy waiting in the wings. If something happened to Kolaris, if they needed Prukup or Brown to start, 
it may be Drew Brown. I don't think it's it's a it's a runaway Dakota Prukops the number two, but he's holding on field goals, right, yeah. Zach? And and he's running the short yardage and the wedge package. He's yeah. the runner. He's the physical. He's the bigger quarterback. I think it's smart for them to do that. Like Sean McGuire, who was a touchdown um, vulture. vulture. Uh, in 2021, <laughs> obviously, like Chris Strebler was, uh, you know, in his time uh, yeah. behind Matt Nichols uh, and Zach Kolaris here in Winnipeg. Um, I think that's the way it's probably going to shake out. Do you like it or do you think they should give Drew Brown a, a, the number two? Well, it's interesting because, Darren, I'm hearing you because on After Dark, we both kind of agreed. Uh, I think it's Prukop based on how he improved from Friday to Tuesday. Short turnaround. He had almost I think he had over 300 combined yards on the ground and through the air. And so I think we both thought Prukop, but I'm hearing a little bit of doubt in your in your voice there, Darren. Are you are you thinking Brown? Like, was it something you saw in practice, or are you just kind of you've processed it a little more and you've had some second thoughts? I think Drew Brown. Like, I think the team really, really likes him. Like we say that about a lot of players, right? The team likes him. You know, somebody mentioning Carlton Agadosi and they want to know what's what's happening with him because they know the team likes him. Yeah. Like he, he's still hanging around. Yeah. But he's banged up. Like, like something is not physically right for Carlton Agadosi. He's been watching practice since you know rookie camp and 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 watching on. So he's not healthy enough to participate yet. But he's still hanging around. The team likes him. In the case of Drew Brown, the indication I get, and and no inside knowledge here, just what I kind of feel out from covering this team on a daily, is they really really like Drew Brown, and I can see why. He's composed. He's calm. You know, I've, I've said it over and over again, how impressed I was with him in his post-game availability after uh, yeah. the loss at home to Edmonton, um, you know, just over a week ago or whatever it was. Um, but Drew Brown, like the numbers didn't jump off the page in no. the preseason finale in Regina, but he took off and ran. He yeah. stayed stuck in the pocket when he needed to. The offensive line didn't do him any favors at all. I think same goes yeah. for Kyle Borsa, the Canadian running back. Like his numbers looked really bad in that game, but I thought he played really well. Same goes for Drew Brown. He, uh, you know, threw balls into tight windows, some crossing routes. Uh, I, I think he has a very bright future. I think the team really likes him. Prukop is the vet. Prukop yeah. will get better with more the more familiarity he has in Buck Pierce's system. Uh, but right now, I think if they needed somebody other than Zach Kolaris to start, it would be Drew Brown. That's just yeah. that's my feel. Hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Nobody wants to see anybody no. Zach Kolaris starting games for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, but uh, I digress. Um, th well, that, let that, me pick that, up that, on your digression, though, because yeah, sure. you're right down there on field level, right? Like you're watching, and so you get a feel for... For just because because so much of communication and information is body language, it's tone, it's who's standing together, who's huddling together. You know, I don't see that, right? So I, hey, I I, I give I give that some uh, I give that some some depth there or some weight rather. By the way, we've got a bit of a celebrity in the chat. I don't know if you noticed, Darren. Oh, do but, we? Uh, none other than L. Tony Tones, one of the members of the Legion of Blue, is here. A guy that I had on my podcast early on, one of the super fan legends. Uh, super, uh, what is it, GIF or GIF? Is it GIF? Well, the creator calls it GIF, but I think the popular is GIF. Either way, he is the GIF king of the Winnipeg. If you if you go to your GIF and you type in Winnipeg Blue Bombers, it's Tony Tones with the uh, luchador mask going like this, right? 
it's Tony Tones and he's here. So personal friend of Willie Jefferson who wore his championship belt uh, for that yes. great cup parade. So welcome, El Tony Tones. Good to see you, buddy. We'll have to get you on the show sometime. Absolutely. I interrupted you. We were talking about quarterbacks. So yeah, yeah, that's that's Brown, okay. That's okay. I, I'm kind of just I'm I'm looking great stuff in the chat. So yeah. you know, if you're watching live, get on YouTube, get on Facebook. You can join the live chat. If you're watching us on Twitter, awesome. Thanks for joining us uh, on Bonfire Sports. Uh, kind of going through the roster here uh, as the Bombers made their second round of cuts. Probably a few more to go. We'll see if guys. Like it comes down to practice roster spots, right? They'll say, yeah. do you want a practice roster spot? Like, are you okay with 750, 800, $1,000 a week on the practice roster? And, you know, we feed you and you work out with the team and the rest, or, you know, do you, do you want to move on? Um, some guys will say no. Some guys Have will teams say reached absolutely. out to them already, Darren. Sorry, but like, so they, they asked the guy, do you want to take a practice roster spot? Have teams already reached out to them in the interim between getting cut and, and getting asked by the team? That's what was something I've always wondered because that, yeah, that well, informs your decision, right? They're, they're, they're not cut. Nobody on the team right now is cut. So nobody can talk to them. They're, they're property of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Now, some guys move to the suspended list, like Mancuso, because he's back home, like Tom Hackett, the global right. hunter uh, out of Utah. Uh, he's back home, kind of weighing his options. Um, Tim Brewer, uh, joining, uh, the live chat right now, Brown or Prukop thoughts. So Tim just joined us. Uh, we, we just kind of broke down those quarterbacks, but this is the beauty of digital media. Yeah. Tim, you can go back and you can watch it again. The podcast will be up later as well on all your major podcast platforms. Uh, just, just a few, um, uh, a few ways you can uh, take things in. Um, if I may say Darren, sorry, yeah. but this is the interruptathon, but uh, we still love <laughs> each other, right? I, I do want to mention that Tim Brewer is uh, is one of the guys that runs a really great Facebook group that you could join. I'm a part of it. It's We Are Blue and Gold Back-to-Back -back Champions. I think you, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. You've got to ask to be to be accepted. You might have to ask a still skills testing question, but it's a pretty easy one. It's like, what's the symbol of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers? It, it's a W, just, just in case someone here doesn't know. So, uh, yeah, check. there's a bunch of Facebook, but Tim's is Tim's is one of the really, really good ones. And I'll post these uh, uh, the podcasts and also the live show on there as well. So shout out to Tim and all the work he does, because it takes a lot to moderate those sometimes. Right. Like, yeah, you got to monitor it. You got to get people who are abusing it out. You got to make sure you're having the right content. So shout out to Tim. I want to pull up this question from uh, Sandy in the live chat. And thanks for joining us, Sandy. Why didn't the Bombers keep Castillo as their kicker? Did it come down to money? Uh, yeah. In short, yes. Now, do you remember when Kyle Walters was kind of in year three of the, of the rebuild and, and O'Shea in year three, and they were just starting to turn the corner? I do. What did they go do? They went and paid Justin Medlock a yeah. whack load of cash to be their kicker. The same situation in Edmonton. They've got to build from the ground up. They know how important it is to get points when you're inside the 40, when you're yeah. inside the 42. And you know, you need a 48-yard field goal outside at Commonwealth. How yeah. valuable that is to not miss out on those points. That's the difference between a six-win season and a nine-win season and maybe missing the playoffs and making the playoffs. So the you know hundred eighty thousand dollars or whatever it is that that Sergio Castillo earned. I, I know that's what Justin Medlock made here in Winnipeg. I don't know 
Castillo's number offhand, but yeah, it's in that range and probably well worth it. Uh, it leaves Winnipeg with, you know, we know Ali Mortada and uh, Mark Leggio to start the season. Uh, Zach, let's talk about the offensive line. We know the bookends of all-star caliber uh, and and probably even Hall of Fame caliber, uh, Stanley Bryant, and I think even Jamarcus Hardrick's coming into that conversation uh, now. Those two guys are are absolute studs. We all know that. Michael Couture, CFL PA all-star center in 2021. He's back again. Pat Newfeld, if healthy, he'll start at right guard. Not sure he's going to be good to go for week one. We'll have to wait and see. Michael Shea expects him to is hopeful but but we'll see uh jeff gray right now zach has left guard locked down he does eh for now okay liam dobson will push him liam dobson joined camp late you're not going to take a guy straight from american football i don't care what his passport is he hasn't played canadian football since he was in high school if that so let him come let him acclimate to 12-man football to a yard off the ball everybody talks about the d lineman adjusting to the yard off the ball how about the offensive lineman your timing is completely off for when you're making contact run blocking especially pass blocking everything changes so uh for liam dobson he'll bide his time he'll uh you know continue to fight uh but i i think jeff gray is the the week one starter the right guard spot yeah. is what I'm curious about because if Newfeld yeah. can't go, is it Chris Kolinkowski? Is it Ben Kozwara? Two veteran Canadians that have not really been full-time starters yet in Canadian football? Or is it the monstrosity of a man that is Tomoya Machino, yeah. the global from Japan, who's been in Winnipeg for a couple years as well? Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting, right? And you you have uh, Colin Kowski and Kazwara on the depth chart as centers, but I think it's fair to say a center and a guard, they can often play each other's position with ease, Darren. Yep. Yeah, so, yep. uh, you know, you got like size, you can't teach size. Can't. It doesn't mean he's got the feet. You might know better than me. How is he looking? Have you noticed him? Has he popped it all in camp? Uh... I wouldn't say he's pot like it's it's tough with those offensive linemen, right? Yeah. I love watching the one-on-one drills or the two or one-on-two drills when it's like one D lineman, two offensive linemen, or one versus one, and seeing yeah. those guys, you know, with the pads on, with the cages on it, and smacking each other around. It's it's the most entertaining part of practice for my dollar. I bet. Um, but again, you know, you win a rep or you win a couple, it doesn't mean much. So, you know, I think with the offensive line, especially. Zach, we're going to have to wait till week one to, to see how that all shakes out. I do know this. The Bombers want Pat Newfeld healthy and ready to go. They, they need him there. It's not just the play on the field. It's the veteran leadership uh, he brings to the huddle uh, as well. Totally. Um, totally. Some people asking about Tiadric Hansen, the best yeah. global player in the CFL, hands down. Uh, probably moved on from football. Uh, I know yeah. he's uh, working with refugees uh, coming from Ukraine through Poland. That's yeah. where he played pro ball uh, in Europe uh, before uh, and during, actually, during the pandemic uh, and his time in Canada. Uh, but, you know, if he wanted to play football, he'd be playing football somewhere, and he's not. Uh, so I'm guessing Tiadric Hansen has decided to move on. we got to remember when the Bombers drafted him, he was already 28. So now right. he's 30, if I'm not mistaken, 30, 31. So yeah. uh, a different time uh, versus, you know, young guys that, uh, you know, maybe still want to um, earn a great cup ring or two uh, like Tiadric Hansen has. Uh, Jonathan Kongbo was another one. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Vicky. Um, you know, 
uh i did hear that vicky too as well the, can i just jump in there oh, I, I think i i missed the wrong way it was tico napoli sorry this is the oh, one congo shout out to transcona yeah so jonathan congo with the denver broncos right now um so yeah th mm -hmm. those are some losses but you know, we can move to the defensive line and, and talk about some of those things. Well, Zach. I just want to jump in on Hanson to remind people that yeah. uh, they did up the global player salary with the new CBA, but it's still below uh, the the minimum salary, I believe. Well, look, so, if, if it came down to, like, like Teatric Hanson isn't just some global. He's the best global. He's a I know. killer on like like he is a machine on specials we saw what he did to mike daly in the 107th <laughs> pickup in calgary like in in theatric hansen's words and i love how he borrowed a real canadianism he says i got him on skates because he was just pushing him back pushing him back pushing him back it was like he was on skates just kind of floating you know backwards down the river trail um but you know <laughs> if, if it came down to dollars Really? Like if it actually came down to dollars, I think Winnipeg would, would pay the man. Um, can they though, Darren, if he's de denoted a global, can they pay him? Cause I, my understanding was why they not? couldn't pay him. They couldn't pay him. Like there's a cap. I thought there was a cap. Yeah. I, I'm not totally sure on that, but I think there'd be ways of, of, you know, sweetening yeah. the deal him for him and bonus. Right. You know, Heck, make I'd sure give him my car, I'd give him my car. Well, that's... I need a new car. I'd you, give you my see car. You know, like like Big Hill and, and Jefferson, yeah, those guys got like absolutely. fancy wraps on their car, like the vinyl wraps with their their faces and, and their logos and, and their numbers and all that sort of stuff. Uh, they could have done that for, for Teadric too. But um, anyway, I, I think Winnipeg will be okay on the defensive line. We know the Jeffs are yeah. absolute studs in, in Jackson Jeffco and Willie Jefferson. Uh, two of the young guys who have made the team as of now, and I expect them to stick around, that's LB Mack and Cedric right. Wilcots. Wilcots yeah. was a cut. Uh, he was cut by the Blue Bombers in 2021, back right. for 22, yeah. and he has looked really good both in the games uh, and in practice. I think he's somebody uh, the Bombers really like, and, and you need those rotational guys. How often did we see the Blue Bombers play or dress, I should say, seven, eight, nine defensive linemen, and it was just kind of a, a continual rotation. You keep those guys fresh, when yeah. they got to go up against those same tired offensive linemen on longer drives, right? Does it, does it, is it also schematically sound? Because not only are they fresh, Darren, but then if you keep bringing guys, different guys in, and sometimes they line up a DE and sometimes they line up a, ta a D tackle, don't you confuse the heck out of the other, the other offense? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And then yeah. you see what the Bombers do. Like, like one of my favorite things, Zach, is the Bombers will like do twists and and like it's stunts are just like blitzes but chris walby talks about this all the time of the twists so you take that defensive end and that defensive tackle that speedy long guy like a willie jefferson and that big pusher guy like a jake thomas and you twist yeah. them and suddenly yeah. you might have a mismatch where a big center or a big guard is expecting a bull rush from jake thomas well and then he gets you know like a rip or a swim move or something yeah. athletic from yeah. willie jefferson and the Bombers will do all different types of looks. Three guys on the line of scrimmage, four guys, five guys, sometimes two, and they'll drop a bunch of guys like linebackers. We've That's seen right. Willie Jefferson drop back. Adam Bighill drops all the way back to safety sometimes. It's that multiple. It's that different. It's that change up that really keeps offenses honest. Um, it can be a gamble sometimes, right? If they're running the football sure. and you only got two guys on the line of scrimmage sure. or three guys on the line, that 
you know, I, th I think that just speaks to the importance of having good linebackers like an Adam Big Hill, like a Kyrie Wilson. Uh, yeah. Wilson banged up right now, uh, did not practice today, but uh, oh, I'm, really? sure they're, I'm sure they're hopeful. I, you know, I don't even report it anymore, Zach. Like if, if a guy misses one practice, I'm not going to put it out there on Twitter every time because people right. are like, oh, he hurt. What's going on? Yeah. Like if Winston Rose is in a walking boot, I'm going to report that. Yeah. But if a well, guy's I'm... taking a day, like we know <laughs> Kyrie Wilson, he's going to make the team. This guy's a vet. He's been here for, for a long time. He earned his spot through the practice roster, right? Over years. And I'm glad you didn't report it because guys like me lose their minds. Exactly. We're in the middle of a busy work day and I'm like, oh, crap. And then my colleague comes over. What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, Kyrie Wilson has heard. Who's that? Is that is that your uncle or something? I'm like, no, no, no. He plays on the Bombers. It's like, these are my family members, Darren. I don't want to see them hurt. So save us the trouble. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it's just a reality, right? Football is a violent, mm -hmm. hard on the body, hard on the mind sport. And, you know, if a guy takes a day, it's a day. Uh, if Greg Ellingson takes a couple days. Well, now it's 11 and he returns. We're, we're going to talk about that. But um, the Barflies asking, who's the long haired center that airmailed a, a couple snaps? Well, he airmailed one. The one. Yeah. Well, no, hang on. Hang on a second. It was. Pat Allen, number Pat 57 Allen. on the offensive line, who skied it over uh, Dakota Prukup's head. Uh, and then it was, uh, uh, oh gosh, I think Kolinkowski, 67. Kozwara and Kolinkowski, like the it long... two sevens, I remember that, yeah. You know, like like really uh, vowel-laden last names, Kolinkowski <laughs> and Kozwara, uh, 65 and 67, similar body type. Forgive me, guys. I do mix you up sometimes. Uh, to, to Chris and, and uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ben there. But um, I think it was Kolinkowski who, who sent uh, one kind of into the feet uh, of oh, Drew okay. Brown. So, you know, not both on one guy. And, and Pat Allen's still on the team. So, again, one play doesn't always one play. Uh, tell the whole story. Love the live chat out there, guys. Thanks yep. for joining us. Hit the hotline as well, like any time. I don't care what time it is. My phone doesn't ring but it will go straight to voicemail. You can leave your name and a hot take or a question. We'll play your audio on the show. So get into the voicemail on the bonfire hotline, 816-TIPS, 816-8477 with the familiar 204 area code. Um, yeah, Sandy mentioning two good Canadian names there in Kolonkowski and Kazwara. <laughs> no, no question about that. Little Polish, little Ukrainian uh, or whatever yeah. it may be. Um, love, love to see that. Uh, definitely uh, diversity is strength and, and some Canadiana there. Um, so the defensive line, you know, we, we talked about the edges. Uh, Jake Thomas, no question. He will be uh, a heavy contributor on this D line. Uh, Cameron Lawson and uh, draft pick Cole Adamson, I think, lead yeah. the way amongst the Canadians. Uh, Alfred Green, if I may say, phenomenal mustache and beard if you get a chance to see 91 like it is luscious really impressive uh work there you're making us uh, look for, bad darren i've talked up our, our facial right. hair a little bit but uh, we uh we can't pull it off like some of those no. you know real real grown men that that play the game of pro football <laughs> um cole adamson uh is an awesome football player and reason why the blue bombers took him with a mid round pick out of the university of Manitoba, another Oak park high school guy, big body loves playing the game, effective, talented football player. He's going to go back to school. So he'll hang out 
for the rest of training camp. He is a non-counter, so he doesn't count against the the, the roster caps that the Blue Bombers have. But he's going to go back to school, continue uh, studying engineering, I believe. Uh, but Lawson, Ricky Walker, Kenneth Randall, and Casey yep. Sales, those are all the guys, and Green, of course. Uh, they're going to be in the mix uh, for some of those defensive tackle spots. Casey Sales hasn't practiced in a while. He is, no doubt in my mind, the top American interior defensive lineman the Blue Bombers have. Walker, Randall are pushing. Uh, if Sales is healthy, he's the guy. He was really good in the XFL in 2020. He was really good with the Blue Bombers in his first year here in Canada in 2021. Uh, again, the rich get richer. Uh, I see this offense, uh, defensive line group in Winnipeg as one of the best in the league. Darren, throwing it down, buddy. Absolutely. Stoking the fire, is. hey? <laughs> love stoking the fire on Bonfire. Stoking the fire. I love it. I love it. What are you curious about? I know you have your concerns about the defense, Zach. You have a little anxiety, a little nervousness. You know, I, I lo do. Lo losing some players. We talked about Tiadric Hansen and Jonathan Kongbo. Um, you know, losing, obviously, it's looking like Mercy Maston uh, yeah. could miss significant time, maybe the season. Uh, I've been bugging Mike O'Shea. He promised me today he'll have an update on Mercy Maston tomorrow so keep it locked okay. here to bonfire sports we'll let you know what happens yeah. with mercy winston rose somebody in the in the live chat today was asking about winston yeah. rose out of the walking boot that's good news running hallelujah it, yeah. it's a very very positive sign um but the last thing i'll say before you know i'll ask you what you you yeah. like and don't like about the defense zach is sure when the first team defense was on the field today winston rose was not a full participant he was running but but again not not participating with his helmet yeah. It was rookie Canadian Tyrell Ford. Really? Who was lining up next to Dietrich Nichols at corner. Why? Well, I don't expect Tyrell Ford to get the shoulder tap as a rookie to start right away. Yeah. If, say, Rose couldn't go or someone else couldn't go. So that is an indication to me. That Winston Rose will be good to go for week uh, one. Interesting. I see. Just reading Deduction. between the lines a little bit. Deduction. That's right. I like it. That's right. I like it. Uh, you know, I, I do. Like you saying that the that the defensive line is going to be among the best in the league. I mean, you already knew that they'd be better than average with the Jeffs, right? And you you've yep. got in, you've got uh, Mr. Fat Boy there, Jake Thomas. So they're going to be <laughs> fine. It's the question is, are they going to be? at the very top and it's not even close i guess my expectations are high now that we're back-to-back -back champs right so i i am heartened hearing that some of my anxiety there is mitigated again for me it's it's that safety spot for the first half of the season shout out to arlen axelrod hey buddy how you doing he's uh, here for the beards. section 128 way to go me and vicky and arlen are there and some others but yeah, no, my anxiety is mitigated there. It, it is, again, that that uh, Sam linebacker, that that basically hybrid linebacker D, DB spot, Darren. But listen, every team has questions. Right. No team is 100% loaded and for sure 100% at, at, I said 100% twice. Now I said it three times. Oh, my God. Well, it's, at least but you're not saying 100, 110%. Yeah, I hate that. That's a pet peeve. Hundred, there is no one hundred and ten percent. It's per cent, per one hundred. Yeah. So it's Let's ten go. extra percent. <laughs> we should have a pet peeve section. It's like when people say "torrid affair." Well, maybe we'll say the word. Maybe, I said it. I said it at the beginning of the show, didn't I? 
you did say tour de fair and you also gave us a little bit of greek mythology so you know maybe <laughs> you and i got a stick to thursday night live streams and we'll talk <laughs> everything but football um but hey in the off season darren listen man i i could talk about anything as my wife will tell you um listen <laughs> uh, yeah i mean look i want to no team has it down at every position right. so you know that uh, there's a lot of parity in this league but are the bombers looking better on defense than anybody else do they have the most outstanding defensive player do they have the jeffs do they have dietrich nichols who's a stud do they have Winston Agreed. Rose who's going to come back? Do they have Brandon Alexander who's going to come back? Nick Taylor, Tyquan Glass who has who has a fair share of picks in this league. Who yeah. had a pick the other day? He, you yeah. you've said Darren, uh, you'd be surprised if he didn't start at corner. And then I you know so the other thing is is safety. Safety is interesting. I saw Malcolm. No, I you know I don't get to watch the film right, but I saw Malcolm Thompson show up. <laughs> non-football banter eh okay, non-football well, banter we'll chop it up later. maybe maybe a new show maybe a new yeah. show oh there'll be a new show darren i we have to <laughs> i have to see you almost every day now do you my wife's like you look so sad i'm like yesterday i was like i didn't see darren <laughs> right right uh, you just no, so, you just want to talk football with me. I, I know I know uh, what I'm worth. I know what I'm worth to you and, and to many people. It's <laughs> it's the football banter. No, nope. sure. you're that. more than that, Darren. You're more than that. Uh, <laughs> Some yeah, people say so like if if you don't have a depth chart, Darren, you're, you're not worth much. So no. here's my depth chart. Check it out. BonfireSports.ca. It is a nice depth chart, and you've got the Maroons uh, apparel logo. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. But just last thing on the safety, you know, Nick Hallett's been around for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Is is he Brian Alexander? No, no. But he's he's a Canadian. He can play there. Malcolm Thompson. We've seen what he can do. Now, have I seen him on the film? Do I know how he reads coverages and reacts and and commu- no, communication on the safety? They're like the quarterback of that five man umbrella back there. So right. they have got to you know if you're a rookie, uh, I would hedge my bets on you're not that far along in the communication piece that uh, that you know the leadership that Brandon Alexander brings, but you know, maybe you come along and maybe, you know, the Nick Taylor and Dietrich Nichols are right beside you. Man, big Hill. He knows what the DBs are doing. Heck, like he you does. said, he plays DB some of the time, which yep. is, by the way, Darren, one of my <laughs> favorite things to watch in the CFL is when Biggie drops back, especially if he picks one off and he can pick him off the ground too. Like he's got amazing hands for, for a linebacker. But, you know, I, I feel a little bit. He's just an athlete, right? He's yeah. unbelievable. Like you talk about top 50, we'll get to that. Biggie's right up there and, and it's not even close for linebackers. Like he is, he is an absolute, well, he's a hero of mine for all the other stuff he does, but we'll get into that. So defense, you know what? I, I'm I'm okay. And and if that D line is as good as you say, those DBs, all they got to do is just watch the ball sail into their hands. You get in the quarterback's face, <laughs> you're coming downhill. Patrice Rene is an interesting one. Have you, is he hurt Darren? What have you seen from him? So I don't, I don't know if he's hurt, hurt, but didn't practice today. Uh, did he play, did he play on, uh, in Saskatchewan? Not that I remember. So here's the DBs. No. So he, he didn't dress in Saskatchewan either. Um, of course, if you want to check out what we're looking at right now, bonfiresports.ca, hit the little (sighs) menu at the top. It's in the news section as well as a custom chronological and kind of fancy uh, PDF of the 2022 uh, schedule. And you can kind of scribble in your scores 
uh, as the season goes on. So lots of goodies on bonfiresports.ca. Um, I'm not sure what's happening with Patrice Rene right now. Uh, again, he is a rookie, a 2021 draft pick, uh, University of North Carolina, Michael Jordan's alma mater, of course. The, the Tar, Tar Heels, Heels baby. Um, but there, there's no rush for him. He's like a Tyrell Ford. You yeah. study, you work, you put it in, uh, and it'll pay dividends down the road. Um, uh, but, a, but a nice passport on a guy who's 6'2 and, and a real NFL DB body type uh, on Patrice Rene. Um, you, you talked about your anxiety about the defense and how it's kind of, you know, it's being called a little bit. I've maybe calmed you down a little bit in, in talking about it. Um, dime back and having Donald Rutledge Jr., I think Winnipeg is very confident in him uh, to, to play that spot uh, without Mercy Maston. It is a huge, huge loss. Like, yep. people that have seen Mercy Maston play know how good he is. But because he hasn't, you know, been named uh, an all-star. Like you got guys like Derek Moncrief and Chris Edwards and, and like some really, really good cover linebackers and dimebacks in the CFL. Mercy Maston, because of injury the last two years and, and that sort of thing, time in Edmonton, time in Winnipeg, uh, and a heck of a playoffs uh, and Grey Cup uh, in 2019. Mercy Maston maybe doesn't get the respect um, and uh, shine that he should. He is a phenomenal football player and losing him to the Blommers yeah. lineup is, is a huge, huge loss. Uh, but I'm a little bit more concerned about safety because without Brandon Alexander to start the season and you know, it was a month, month and a bit ago, maybe five weeks ago, Zach, Brandon Alexander was, uh, on stage, like modeling the new blue bombers W jerseys, like with, with the gold stripes and, and everything. Uh, which looked pretty good if, you know, they're growing on me for sure. Uh, BA was, was limping yeah. five weeks ago. So is he going to be good to go in a couple of weeks? Probably not. No, I don't uh, think. he's at practice. He's essentially a coach right now. I talked to Donald Rutledge jr. Today, really impressive young man, uh, time in the NFL, uh, never got a chance to play in a game until these two preseason games. I think he went 800 and something days. Uh, Ed Tate of bluebombers.com reported. Um, which is a long time due to the pandemic and, and being on practice rosters in the NFL and that sort of thing. So he liked being able to, to line up against strangers uh, yeah. and, and actually hit somebody that that's not a teammate. So um, I think Donald Rutledge is going to be uh, okay to, to start at dime safety for me is, is a little bit more of a concern. Nick Hallett has been okay in uh, the preseason. Um, I don't know how much depth they have there. Malcolm Thompson. I know you really like him, Zach. I would like to see more from Malcolm Thompson. Um, but I have liked what I've seen as well. Like I'm not knocking him. He's made some big plays. He's shown a real physical flash. Mm -hmm. Uh, he gets his nose dirty, uh, sandpaper, grit, whatever you want to, uh, you know, use to, to describe it. I, I like, uh, what I've seen, the little bit I've seen of Malcolm Thompson. I just like to see, uh, more, but you mentioned it, Tyquan Glass, Winston Rose, Dietrich Nichols, who for my money is underrated. I'm probably going to put him in my top 20, maybe even my top or top 25, maybe even my top 20 on my CFL top 50 ballot uh, due later this week. Um, and Jermaine Ponder, you see him right there uh, above Dietrich Nichols at yeah. halfback. Uh, he's a player I think uh, is, is elevating himself a little bit from what I've seen uh, in mm. practice. He made a really, really? nice play. Made a really nice play today, uh, just sharp with his hands and sharp on the ball. 
Uh, so, you know, again, the, the Bombers are going to have to make some cuts. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, Zach, uh, outside of, of safety and dime, they look really, really solid. Well, and here's the thing, too. We have to remember that the scouting staff of the Bombers have hit it out of the park again and again and again. Right. You look at last year with Dietrich Nichols and, and Alford and a whole bunch of guys, right? So I trust them. I'll trust them till they show me I shouldn't, and I don't see not trusting them. You know, the, and, and, you know, every team whiffs in the draft, right? What I love about the Bombers is that they whiffed on Faith Akakadi, number one pick. The guy yep. did absolutely nothing. He then went to Montreal, did pretty much nothing. But but O'Shea, you know, they they just, you know, they crumple it up. Okay, let's keep going, right? Like everybody whiffs. And and what it is is on balance, how have your drafts been in the last five, six, seven years? And yep. they've been incredible. They've 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 unearthed some gems, right? And and the scouting, finding those those Americans who maybe played in division two because they didn't quite have the size or they didn't have the connections, right? These right. are still all-star athletes that come up to the CFL. You need a faster guy on the bigger field. There's more throwing downs. And they've unearthed some really, really good players. So uh, even when I have my doubts, I'm like, they know what they're talking about. They, Ted Gavaya, Danny McManus, they know what they're doing. And so no question. you got to give them the benefit I, of the doubt at this point, right? They've exactly. so many good players over the last number of years. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, defense, defense were good. Okay. Let's talk specials. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into kicker, but <laughs> you want to give me a coronary or what? <laughs> <laughs> Long snapper, Mike Benson, uh, Winnipeg rifles alum, uh, amongst uh, a lot of other programs before coming to Winnipeg long time in the CFL with the BC lions, a veteran long snapper back for another season in Winnipeg. Uh, no doubt he's their guy. Kick returner and punt returner though. I think Janarian grant, you would give, uh, the early lead to, but I think Calvin McKnight and Demario mm -hmm. Houston, the DB McKnight, mm -hmm. the receiver uh, are, are guys that are in the mix there. Maybe even a little Greg McRae. We, we saw the, the running we back return some yeah. kicks. A lot yeah. of people, you know, noticed uh, his fumble uh, in that first preseason game, but he's done some good things as well. And well, to me, I think he's definitely uh, locked himself down a roster spot. You got the three Canadians, have an American on the PR at least um, is, is a good thing. So they've got some options there in the return game. We also got to remember Nick Dembski can return kicks as well. Sure can. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Uh, let me ask you a football question. Maybe people in the sure. chat can chime in. When you look at a guy who returns kicks, okay, versus a guy that returns punts, what are the differences there? Like what are they looking for in the skill set differences? Is there one? In, in the return game? Yeah, so if you know, do you often see? Do a lot of teams have the same guy doing both? Do they? Do they? Are they so different that you want one guy doing one, one guy doing the other? Well, like my, you know, Michael Shape has answered that question a couple times, so I'll, I'll speak to what he said, and and that is, they can do both. Like they're pro athletes, right? You know, th there was you know back in the day, guys used to go both ways. Like Kenny Plain would play DB. Then he'd play quarterback or, or a little bit of, of, of halfback or slot back, kind of, you know, what they called it back in the day. He'd punt. You know, they do it all. Now I thought you were talking about ancient Greece again. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kenny would do it all. That, that, that was a different era. 
it's different now, no question. But yeah. guys can do it. Um, I, I just don't think they want a guy running yeah. 40 yards hard downfield, getting tackled, and then it's like, okay, now go run the waggle five times in a row. Well, um, yeah, and, they, and as, as you said, they get hit hard, right? Because it's guys running full speed at each other. It's an absolute jungle. It is. And and that's why you have different types of guys. You remember Troy Studemeyer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like he had yeah. the long hair time with the, the Minnesota Vikings, I think yeah. after his time in Winnipeg. So yeah. he is that big body, uh, you know, smack you returner type, right? Then you have Brandon Banks, who's five yeah. foot nothing, a hundred nothing, respectfully, be, uh, uh, Speedy B, uh, <laughs> obviously uh, a hell of a football player. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like that body type where it's, you're not going to catch me. Or if you do, you're not going to grab onto me because I'm slippery and, and I'm small yeah. and I'm shifty and I'm fast. And they call it twitch. You got that twitch yeah. to shake a guy uh, or, or gain a corner or, or make a miss. Um, you have those two type of returners. Winnipeg used to like that Troy Studemeyer type, that bigger power returner. Quincy McDuffie as well. Eh? He was a bit Yes. Yeah. I've never seen a guy with longer legs than Quincy McDuffie. <laughs> yeah, I like, that. It was almost like his belt was here and then shoulder pads, you know, like. Clearly, you can run fast when you got yeah. legs that long. Yeah. Um, what was it, uh, Lamar McGriggs? Who was the Who's the Blue Bombers linebacker back in the nineties? He had the arms down to his knees. Right, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. His wingspan was just unbelievable. Uh, yeah. th those are those are God given gifts uh, for oh, yeah. for pro athletes, right? Um, but now I'm seeing the Blue Bombers definitely go to those smaller, shiftier returners, like a Greg McRae, like a Calvin McKnight, like a Janarian Grant like a Demirio Houston. Um, if they want a power returner, hey, number 10, Nick, get in there. He'll go hit somebody with the football. Um, but it all might be, you know, football is ever evolving, right, Zach? Like mm -hmm. it's always changing and it is a copycat league and people try. Yeah, Andrea uh, mentioning in, in the live chat, Lucky Whitehead, another, yeah. you know, guy with, you know, waistline up here, yeah. you know, crazy, crazy long legs and speed to burn for days. Um, but, Maybe special teams are adjusting and, and teams are, are, and, you know, and, and GMs are adapting and saying, you know, I, I think we're finding more efficiency or more effectiveness with, with smaller guys. Absolutely. And, and I'm liking what I'm seeing on the chat here. And it's a good point that punts can go all over the place. I saw that uh, they can be wonky, especially when you get an Aussie punter like Tom Hackett. I heard how his punts were used. Maybe you saw them there in end over end or sidewinder. Right, and then you don't have as much time on a punt return, so you you've got to make that one guy miss, and you got to be fearless. Uh, I would rather be a kick returner. I think I think I'd feel a little less scared <laughs> of the masses of the wall of humanity running after me because you have a little bit more time. So, but interesting yeah. chat. I, that's I appreciate that. That that helps me understand it a little bit more. Shout out to the barflies uh, on yeah. watching live on YouTube, throwing it back to Paul Bennett. Uh, <laughs> Walby, Walby would approve with, with that comment in the live chat. So thanks everybody for uh, joining the chat and uh, hit the hotline. I, I'm I'm looking right here. No texts. Hit it up. Eight one six tips. Eight one six eight four seven seven. You saw it. Like he almost had a little bit of a sad face, folks. Like. <laughs> a couple of my buddies hit you up, but but it's fun, like because you get to hear your voice on the show, right? So yeah, like like we've had we've had some texts, right? And then they've come through, like you know, during the game, and I'll reply to people that way because I know not everybody has Twitter. Twitter is kind of like built 
Yeah. It's built for a lot of things and, and people use it a lot of different ways and it's kind of a, a, a wasteland of toxicity at times, but it's also <laughs> it's made <quite>. for, sp <laughs> it's made for sports fans, right? Like you can have instant information, oh, yeah. interact directly with athletes, with reporters, with whoever uh, is on there, fellow fans, whatever. Um, oh, love that. Bomber Braden in the live chat, Keith Stokes. Was yeah. his favorite returner. I loved Keith Stokes too. He wore the same number uh, I did, but uh, even though he was 110% more <laughs> of a football player than I was, Keith Stokes was was tons of fun to watch at Canadians back in the day, wasn't he? I, I he was, and 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 you're talking about that tip line though, like and, and making some calls. Do we maybe need to think about a giveaway for for a best call on the tip line like do we need to incentivize this because winnipeggers like free stuff darren yes they do well you know we, we've got some new partners coming on board next week so when bonfire midweek gets back to our regularly scheduled programs tuesday nights 7 30 live right here on youtube on facebook and on our twitter accounts as well um we're probably gonna have some stuff like we're gonna yeah. have some really really cool things for everybody out there. So be sure to um, uh, stick around and, and uh, get onto YouTube right now if you haven't, or if you're on Facebook, uh, subscribe and follow, like the video. It helps us out uh, a lot. And if you're on YouTube, uh, give the thumbs up, ring the bell, then you'll be alerted immediately. Your phone will just, you know, give you a nice quiet alert if, if you have it set up that way. Uh, and you'll know when uh, Zach and I, or Chris Walby and I are live here uh, on Bonfire Sports. Um, I don't want to give it away. Like it's really cool stuff though. We got coming next week. Uh, okay. so shout out, uh, you know, just you can't even hang, give the shout out cause then they'll tight. know what it is. Well, no, no, it hasn't. Well, look at that. I got, I got someone calling me all, right now on, uh, okay. the bonfire hotline. So it's working, it's happening. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Leave a voicemail standard rate supply. Uh, what do we say, Zach? It's like just calling like your mama. When you text your mama. 816 tips, 816-8477. Um, someone in the live chat wanted to uh, explain the circumstances of the kick and punt return. Penalty yes. yardage is five or 15. Can't remember the rule. Okay, so Andrea, this is what happened new for 2022 is all of those no yards penalties, like if, if tacklers break the halo, that five-yard halo around the returner, all of them are going to be 15 yard penalties now. Yeah. So you're going to see teams change the way they kick. No doubt in my mind, because like, you remember when, when this would happen, Zach, is it would happen quite a bit or a fair amount is the ball would land, like not caught by the return. It would land and bounce back. Right. And then what would happen? The cover team would be like, Oh no, Oh no. Yeah. And they'd be yeah. backpedaling and diving out of the way and you'd have a no yards penalty. Well, back in the day, and, and this is to Andrea's question, those were five yard penalties because the ball kind of came at the, the offending player. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. They are all 15 yard penalties. So you're going to see kickoff teams and punt teams change the way they cover downfield, the way they kick. Uh, you're going to see return teams change the way they block, they line up, uh, the way, you know, they either decide to let it bounce and kill more clock or catch it on the run, that sort of thing. We're going to see some creativity this year. Uh, everyone's talking about the hash marks, Zach. This one is going to change some things as well. I, th well, I think it's going to add a little electricity. Well, if you don't mind me asking, Darren, like, how do you think that'll change? Like, what do you envision the return team 
how how do they play that differently? How how does the uh, the kick the kickoff team play that? Like, what do you see maybe happening there? Because that'll well, be interesting to watch. Every penalty is fifteen yards. It's Let huge. me ask you this. I'll answer your question with a question. How would you like a fifteen yard punt return average? Fifteen. That's a good one. It's a pretty that's, good that's average, pretty right? Good. Yeah. So, don't you think they would like fifteen yards? Absolutely. They're going to want those penalties to come. So yeah. they're going to do things differently to try to draw guys into the halo. Right. right. And, you know, like the trickery in football, like what's possible is almost like unlimited. We've seen the misdirection. We've seen guys hiding on the field. We've seen, you know, uh, who, who was it? Like the bombers. You remember when they, they kicked it yeah. off and they all, all the cover guys ran one way, but the ball was this way. Yeah. It was Mo Leggett had that big return. Mo Leggett uh, had that pick. Uh, it's not, well, he had a pick six in that game too, but that was a 2017 right. banjo ball. Uh, right. we, we put 48 up on the riders. It was a beautiful day. That was the moose game. Remember that Darren, there was a moose right. that was blocking traffic. Yes, <laughs> that's right. I think it was Edmonton. Oh no. You said it was banjo bowl. I think yeah, it, that's was, right. it was it was definitely it was. the banjo bowl. Yeah. I think that's it was right. 2017. And it was, it was and, that uh, young moose. It was that young moose, moose. Was there and and Mo Leggett. And it was when boot it was I think it was Paul Brudrow Jr.'s first year as the special teams coordinator. And of course, his his dad had been in the NFL in St. Louis, and they'd done the same play with the Rams, where it was a complete misdirection. Everybody went the wrong way. Mo Leggett catches it. The camera guys didn't even see it. He made right. one guy miss and he was gone. That, that was a thing of beauty. No question. So yeah. when, when you have that possibility, they can find ways to, to make it happen. The Blue Bombers special teams coordinator yeah. isn't talked about enough. Paul Boudreau no, Jr. Not. has been running the Blue Bombers special teams for a number of seasons now. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar, Google him right now. Paul Boudreau Jr., his dad, Paul Boudreau Sr., of course, over 20 years as a special teams specialist yeah. um, in, in as a, a coordinator and coach in the national football league, he comes from a long lineage of it. If you're Mike O'Shea's special teams coordinator, you're probably really, really good at your job. And for everything I've heard in, in about Paul Boudreau jr. And everything we've seen. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, you know, uh, from Mike Miller to, um, you know, all of these guys, Jesse Briggs yeah. and Shane Gauthier and all these, you know, Teatro Hansen, Nick yep. Hallett, you know, yep. it goes on and on. The, the ones escaping me, uh, the Blue Bombers rookie that, that set a record for five or oh. six in a game, right? Kerfala Exume. Kerfala Exume, was, thank he, you. Seventh round guy. I mean, that's yep. scouting, right? Right. And, and he turned it into a nice contract with, uh, you know, his home province, Montreal Alouettes. So, you know, there's a reason why all of that happens. It's good yeah. coaching. And Paul Boudreau Jr., Mike O'Shea, uh, everybody uh, inside that Bombers, uh, yeah. you know, coaching room uh, and those offices help that, right? Absolutely. And I like what Snakebite20 is is throwing down here that, you know, they used to, they used to, you know, on purpose, take those five yarders just to get the ball, right? And five yards, who cares, right? I'd rather take five yards and give you a whole uh, whole bunch. But now, you know, your, your cover team has to be much more careful, much right. more cautious. You do not want to take a 15-yarder. And, and so, yeah, there's going to be much more room for those returners, especially on that punt return. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. because, And that's a great thing about the CFL. And that's why uh, guys like Joe Pritchard, who's here on the chat, guys from the yep. States, 
guys from across the pond, like Frank Horsley and Kai Whiting, they fall in love with the CFL. Scotty Mortland, I just added him on Facebook uh, from San Diego. These guys see the CFL and they're like, it, it's so exciting. Like anything can happen. And I love that we can't. That's why I didn't want four downs. I love that anything can happen on a kick or punt return. It's it's just fascinating to watch. And now, Darren, it's even going to be better. So I'm looking forward to that now with the kickers. That, that is a know. great point. That's a great point. Uh, right? Like it's something that makes the CFL so special. Well, and you, you're you're changing my mind and 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 snake bite. You're you're maybe changing my mind. Like yeah. you talk about a 15 yard return average being good. Maybe it won't be so good right, if this change. opens up the return game, right? It might yeah. kind of be meh, like they might really want to, you know, use it to 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 break things open. But it's definitely going to change blocking, right? It's definitely <laughs> yeah. going to change uh, the the cover uh, as well. Um, but great, great stuff in the live chat. How how worried are you about the kicker? Uh, I don't know, man. Like like O'Shea said, he O'Shea didn't seem worried enough to trot out Mortada for those short field goals, right? Like he didn't seem like he needed to know. He'd rather see how the uh, backups do on third down. And he's you know he said himself, like I wouldn't normally go for third third and eight, third and six, uh, but he did in, against the Riders. So I don't know. I I think again, it's 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 trusting the coaches, you know, because yes. It, there, there are guys out there in the NFL, I think, who could join us later if if nothing pans out for them. This was a three-down always that. today, right? Yeah. You've got Brett Maher. You've got Ty Long. You've got Lira Meyer-Lahu. So it, I, I don't know. I don't want to sound like too much of a Homer fan here, but th these are the back-to-back -back champs for a reason. They've, made the, they've had double-digit wins every year since 2016, Darren. Do, do I trust the coach? You talk about how good a coach uh, Paul Boudreau Jr. is. If they, if they're saying that they're comfortable at kicker right now, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But but at the same time, there is a part of me that's like Ali Mortada rung one off the bell in a point after attempt when the hash marks are even skinnier, and this guy's supposed to kick it straight. This was in front of the home crowd, right? So I I will not be convinced until I see it on Friday, June 10th, my friend, because there will be opportunities to kick field goals. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens there. I, I'm not I'm not sold, though. And you cannot in the CFL expect to blow teams out every every week like last year. Right. Because keep in mind, Darren, the Bombers had the Bombers also had a great record because they had the most continuity with coaches and players. They had a championship team in 2019, but they had that continuity. You keep all the same schemes. You have that familiarity. So you're always a step ahead of the other team. And they right. were blowing teams out. So so Mortada missing 50% of his kicks, even if they were close, it didn't really matter. You know, it's the difference between beating a team by 21 versus 15 or 16 or 17. This year, there's going to be more parity. Everybody, forget what Mike O'Shea says, everybody's going to bring their best. Everybody wants to bring their very best to take down the champs. Let's be honest, right? They, well, they're going to be gunning for us. So you can't expect that, that you're going to win all these games if you don't have at least above average kicking. That's what I would say. So part of me is, to sum up, part of me is heartened by the fact that these are good coaches. These are good scouts. And we don't see a lot behind the scenes. You do more than me. But I don't know, man. I got to see it to believe it. I think that's that's probably going to be the case with with most 
fans, they're going to wait and see. And, and I, I get that. that. That makes total sense. For the most part, it's the same situation with me. I think both of them should be better than they were last year. Both brand new to pro football. Uh, in Mortada's right. case, new to the Canadian game. Uh, in Legio's case, new to uh, professional football after uh, a really good U Sports career. I got. I sorry, Darren. I got a. I got a point to our friend Pumper. He just joined okay. the chat. He's just checking in. Pumper, big fan. When Pumper followed me on Twitter, Darren, I was like, I. I think I've made it. Oh, because I Pumper is a Pumper is a big fan in this town. He's always on Winnipeg Sports Talk and other places. I'm like, Pumper followed me. Whoa. Anyway, he sent me a message Great today. He was wondering, and, and let's let's hit this right now if we can. Sure. He had a question. Um, uh, with the new CBA, are teams allowed to dress three QBs? And I believe the answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I saw a little clarity on this because there was some confusion in 2021. It was like, okay, you can only dress two quarterbacks now. Uh, you know what? I, I Maybe I'll pull up the text message I got to be perfectly, perfectly clear, because I, I want to make sure I get it right. Um, so 44 players on the roster, if you dress two quarterbacks, that's, you know, like 2021, 45, if you dress three. So you, you do get an extra player uh, out of it. Um, you can dress three quarterbacks because now you can play two on the field at the same time. So, but, but this is the catch. Um, if you want to dress one less quarterback, like for salary cap purposes, because it goes week by week in the CFL. Game check and things like that, yeah. Right, you can't make it up elsewhere, right? So you, there's no um, there's no salary cap benefit to not dressing that third oh, quarterback. So you better have room for them on, on um, well, you always have to have room for your quarterbacks, right? But they are going to go back to, to dressing three, I imagine, uh, uh, Pretty much every team is going to do that for 2022. Well, here's a um, question. You you mentioned quarterbacks, Darren. I can't help mm -hmm. but ask you. To what extent, maybe people in the chat as well. Of course, people in the chat. To what extent do you see maybe the Bombers and Buck Pierce playing around with a with a with a with two quarterbacks oh, on the field? Absolutely. Absolutely. We've we've seen Nick Dembski and Darvin Adams do halfback passes or throwbacks. Uh, you know, flea yep. flickers, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. They do that all the time. Why wouldn't they use two quarterbacks? You got Dakota Prukop, who you can maybe like shovel pass it to on the edge. He's right. a threat to run with a lot of speed. He's obviously a threat to pass with a quarterback arm and a quarterback set of eyes. Um, no doubt. I think a lot yep. of teams are going to do things like that. When you got Trevor Harris and Vernon Adams, why not? Right. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you do those things? Uh, Especially you know, when you have wanna... wildly different skill sets like Adams and, and Harris, right? Uh, yes. It's going to be fun to watch. Well, like we saw the Winnipeg do it where, you know, they'll they'll bring in a short yardage quarterback, whether it was Chris Streveler or Sean McGuire, and then they stay in. Yeah. Well, what happens now if you, like, sneak <laughs> a quarterback onto the field for that receiver that's maybe right by your bench and you just switch them real quick? Well, right? and, and if you're Quarterbacks dressing three, where... Sorry. Quarterback, so that's okay. Quarterbacks wear a number that makes them an eligible receiver. Right. Right. So, right. you know, number eight, number 16, number 12, whatever, they can line up at receiver. So, you well, know, yeah. Wh why not try some of that stuff? Well, and I said, if I was just going to say, if you have, if you have three quarterbacks on the roster, uh, 
you can be a little riskier, right? You never want to injure a quarterback. You never want to put him at risk. But if you've got three of them, and let's yep. say Prukop gets nicked, well, Brown's still there, right? It's not like you have to play uh, Ryan Langford or not Ryan Langford. He was the kicker that one game. I'm talking right. Darvin Adams or Nate Bahar for Ottawa last year when he had to play uh, quarterback Darren. Uh, that, right. that was a sad affair. And I think maybe yeah. this is one of the reasons. You never Absolutely. you saw that in the NFL with the Broncos that one game. Oh that my just gosh. Basically, it's an embarrassment, they, right? They got they got absolutely skewered yeah. and screwed in, in that situation because they, they weren't allowed to they had to play a game with, with like no quarterback. It, it almost absolutely. was was unfair, right? Yeah. Um yeah. so the barfly is mentioning you have to give Drew Brown a receiver's number. Well, Darvin Adams wears number one. Yeah. Greg Ellingson wears number two. Number six is a receiver's number. Or wait, is he eight? What number is he? Because Patrice Renee is six. Yeah, Drew Brown is six as well, just on defense. Are they? Yeah, that's right. What yeah. is a receiver number? Well, Calvin McKnight wears 16. That's a receiver number. Rashid Bailey wears 88. That's a very traditional receiver number. But single are there digits, rules around that? Single digits and teens can be worn by receiver. Uh, single digits and teens can be worn by quarterbacks. Um I know in the NFL, they're slowly changing those rules. They're allowing really? guys on defense now to like defensive linemen want to wear single digits like they say did uh, in college and that sort of thing. I know uh, when Reggie Reggie Bush came to the NFL, he wanted his number three and he couldn't wear it as a running back. I think now you can. Okay. Um, so they're changing some of those rules, but it's like the 50s, 60s, 70s, you have to be on the line of scrimmage. And if you're not, you have to declare. Uh, to the official that you know you're not on the line of scrimmage. That's so, when they go like this, right? They do that. Uh, the yeah, official. exactly. I thought, are yeah. they playing air guitar? Are they getting bored? Just or hands getting hurt? <laughs> They're doing the hands, you know my steel hands second base. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hands getting hurt with these two rings, but but it's worth every penny, man. These tendons yeah. are are fighting it right now. But every time I look down, it's like, oh yeah, back to back champs. By the way, Ooh, the 2019 like ring that. is a bit heavier. Okay. But would you say it's the a, 2021 ring is is like a little more intricate? The 2021 ring blows everything I've ever seen out of the water. Wow, it's not even close, buddy. Okay. It, well, and I'm I'm a homer. Okay, fine. You call, call me a homer. Uh, Darren told me I'm not allowed to wear all my bombers gear. I look like like I'm already. Whoa, homer. whoa! You don't want you making you me the bad guy? Double. <laughs> well, this is the oldest trick in the book, buddy. That's how I get people to like me. Is I I look. shoot down somebody else. You look really good in that hat, and oh, the hat I'll, is I'll, beautiful. We got to give I'll, a hat away, buddy. These can we, can I talk about this hat? Hmm. I've had a fitted hat before. Well, that's this, not a fitted hat. It's not a fitted hat. It kind of looks like one, but it's it's got this thing in the back. I don't know where you found this hat. I don't know if you had it custom made, and you you know someone with a with a uh, I don't know a, a hat engineering degree, Darren. I'm just a bit of a. I'm just a bit of a. I'm just oh a bit of an God. aficionado. I'm a little bit of a hat and shoe aficionado, but yeah. yeah, that is a flex fit hat with a Velcro adjustable strap. So like perfect fit and it's elasticized. So That's you got like three, flex three, three layers of comfort on that bonfire sports hat. Great hat. That's fine. You're not wearing <laughs> bombers gear, but that t-shirt is on the money. I'm not a big star Wars guy or, or, or oh, that sort of buddy. thing, but 
That is a great t-shirt. You know, shout out to my that. cousin. Thank you for noticing. I didn't think it would take this long for someone to notice, Darren. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> but uh, is that like you know, like is that the it? shirt you wear with the finger guns when you're like yeah, doo, 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 doo. hey honey? It's, uh, <laughs> it's one of my favorite shirts, and I uh, gotta thank my buddy uh, and my cousin Matty Ice over in Los Angeles. Went to visit him uh, in 2019 and he had this shirt. I will wear my other Star Wars shirt. I haven't seen Obi-Wan yet, but... Uh... Oh, okay. This is good. Uh, this is on the chat. It's something we were going to mention, Darren. Uh, Gay Pride Month. Very, We take that very seriously, folks. And my brother identifies as gay. He came out when he was 15. One of the most courageous guys I've ever seen. And and some I still hear some people say, why do they have to do the parades? You know, aren't there equal rights? There aren't equal rights. Because my brother won't, he's still, he's in his 40s, Darren, and there's still times where he will not tell people. And and that makes me sick, and it means we still need to celebrate diversity in our country. I know yep. you threw up the new Bonfire logo with the, with the rainbow flag on there, which is really important. So thank you for mentioning that. I can't quite, the Unforgiven, uh, the Bombers are being supportive. The CFL, you see their logo, which is great. We yep. shouldn't have to do this anymore, but we do have to do this. And we know, and I'll just put in my mental health plug because that's my field. People who identify as LGBTQ2 plus are more likely to have mental health issues and addiction problems. And 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 we have fans that identify as LGBTQ2 plus, and we want them to feel comfortable at IG Field. We want yeah. them to not even have to think twice about coming to IG field and being part of this family. So thank you for saying that. And I have many family and friends who identify and uh, listen, we, we support that here on the show and, and we were going to mention it, but Absolutely. I thought it's, it's a good time to mention it now, Darren, because someone was Absolutely, asking. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, extremely well said Zach. And uh, thank you for that. And, and thank you to everybody in, in the live chat, supporting that as well. Um, every professional sports league and team, uh, has spoken out on this in support uh, of uh, Pride Month and uh, good on them. Sports should be inclusive to everybody, boys, yep. girls, or otherwise. Uh, yep. However someone identifies, whoever they choose to love, uh, all the power to them. Uh, football and sports should bring people together, uh, not divide. You know, like, look, if you like wearing green and white and going to football games, you like wearing blue and gold going to football games, that's about as the, you know, that's as far as a line goes uh, as between, you know, th those two types of fans. But um, you did mention that we were talking about your T-shirt, and I, I really wanted to segue, but I am glad you, you mentioned that. I wanted to segue into uh, one of our brand new sponsors, uh, and that is, let's see if I can, oh, yeah, there we go. So, Maroons Road Apparel is a local company, great couple, Sid and Heather uh, run it, uh, fantastic people. Check out this brand new Blue Bombers t-shirt they have. Like, how cool is that? That is sweet. Like, the Red Baron throwback, uh, you know, uh, Great War dual, you know, uh, dual wing plane. Um, you know, you can wear your Winnipeg pride, Maroons Road Apparel, locally owned. They got t-shirts and hoodies and toques with unique and nostalgic Winnipeg designs like the old stadium, uh, like, um, uh, pardon me, like the, uh, the old Winnipeg arena, even the iconic oh, yeah. 
fat boy burger as you can see here this thing uh <laughs> is so cool uh i own a couple of these t-shirts they are soft they are high quality they wash yeah. really well uh really really love uh having them uh it's the perfect gift for father's day uh or maybe you want to get something for yourself uh, tons and tons of cool designs uh you can check them out on uh maroonsroadapparel.com uh and like great company great stuff and uh, a big shout out to them and, and thank thank you maroons road apparel for uh, being one of the first uh sponsors for signing on uh this year i'll, I'll show you that they, they got more than just shirts and things zach check this out okay so these are some of the prints they have like these oh, are nice nice cardstock prints but like there's there's the old lady yeah right the old pac-man yeah. uh on maroon's road uh so many good times there and then of course across the street in those heydays of the wha and the nhl Jets 1.0 i hope that's yeah. a focus um but really really cool stuff at Great maroon's stuff, road apparel man. um check them out on instagram uh maroon's road apparel um they got some some great visuals up there and, and shout out again uh, to Sid and Heather. Just uh, great people uh, and a great company. That's exciting, man. And, and, and now I'm yeah. getting ideas about Father's Day because my wife and my, my mother-in-law, even my mom, they refuse to buy me anything more from the bomber store. <laughs> Are you bombers like, note? Zach, it's enough, man. How many t-shirts do you need? Well, they got the bathing suit now. I need the bit. Hey, they, they got the multi-tool. I need the multi-tool. I need the... I need the barbecue cover. No, I'm going to, I'm at, like some of that stuff is, and it's fashionable, right? And, you know, so uh, if I want to stay with my marriage, I have to wear other stuff other than bomber's stuff. So I'm going to check that out. Uh, oh, sign guys on. Now it's a show. Yeah, now absolutely. It's a show. Don, called, here. Don called the hotline. So, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll get to his comment uh, on a future show. I, I hope it's a good one. Uh, but, uh, so he's mentioning something that a lot of uh, people have mentioned. If you're watching on Twitter, uh, you can't see the live chat. Like you can obviously see when I pull a comment up, uh, or, or a caption up, uh, like this, but get on Facebook or get on YouTube and then you can join the live chat. Like you see, uh, on the side of the screen there and, uh, yeah, join the conversation. Uh, great questions. Uh, great comments from everybody today. Thanks to you all for uh, checking us out. Zach, I, I think you and I could probably live stream for hours and hours, but you are the father of this bonfire wow. family. So uh, we'll maybe let you get back to uh, sleep training your your little one. Well, I haven't heard anything yet. I, I, I don't That's know good. if you got to go, but I, I do want to hear about this top 50. I think okay. we'll, re we'll, sure. leave the, we'll leave the ring talk to next time. I want to yeah. do just one more shout out before we get to the top 50 and, and that's uh, our good buddy Reaper. Uh, I, I yes. told you we'd tell everybody who our first fan guest would be and it is next week going to be none other than the Reaper. And he is coming on the mayor of section 141 and also one of just the kindest, gentlest, nicest men you'll ever meet. Uh, he and his wife, Lisa Marie, also known as Bomber Vixen, run 141. And uh, Reaper is changing his alter ego, Darren. This is big oh, news in Bomberland. We don't, know, we don't know who he's going to be. We don't know if he's going to be a skeleton. We don't know if he's going to go the other way and be, a, you know, a big butterfly. We don't know. Bomber fans are champing at the bit to find out 
and he is going to tease it next week, June 7th. Uh, I'm very excited about talking to Reaper. He's one of my favorite guys. And and just one more thing on Reaper. He started a new Twitter page, and it's about mental health. Yes. And this is a guy who's a huge mental health advocate. It's, it's a big, oh, thanks, buddy. It's a big cause for me. I've struggled myself, and uh, men tend to struggle. They don't talk about it. And right. Mr. Reaper is big on this. And and he has this this page. I've I've written some stuff. He's getting more and more followers. It's a safe place for people to talk. And the nice thing is, is that the CFL. I'll speak on men, but it's not just men, of course. You know, you, you I think when you when you have something under the aegis of CFL of football, you attract a lot of people, especially maybe alpha male types or 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 whoever who wouldn't normally talk about mental health. They right. wouldn't feel safe. And I think. To hit guys like that is really important. Of course, women too struggle for mental health, and I don't want to generalize. But Reaper's big thing is 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 men need to be more vulnerable. They need to talk, right? And I, and it's and okay I think, to talk, right? They need to know it's okay yeah. to talk about how they feel, and and you know maybe yeah. uh, admit things that they're they're ashamed of or embarrassed or uh, just you know uncomfortable to admit or to talk about. And you know, if I can chime in, it, it is. You know, when I played sports, uh, I always wanted to be that teammate that people could come to, right? Because like no judgment, I'm there for you. Like if you make a bad play on the field or a bad play on the ice, no judgment. You're my teammate. I'm not going to like think less of you after the game. Like, oh, you know, uh, Joe made such an egregious error. Like I, I think let, come on, mistakes happen, yeah. right? It's the same with, with anything else. You know, if you're unsure about something and you're embarrassed and, and you think you're going to be judged because of it, find somebody you trust and talk to them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this, this Twitter page I think is, is such an awesome thing because whether it's fans or, well, it's especially fans, but like even the people working in the CFL, the players, um, the coaches, uh, the, the support staff, the front office staff, all these people, it's such a great community where, you know, it doesn't matter if you call Carol with the bombers or you, you text the bonfire hotline or you hit up someone on social media. Uh, everybody is really friendly and welcoming. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's such a nice thing to have somebody uh, to talk to, right? And, um, you know, this CFL Strong Twitter account is a great uh, place yeah. for people to go. If you're not on Twitter, just go to twitter.com slash cfl underscore strong and that's a that's a great thing yeah and if you're not on twitter you gotta join twitter because yeah. it i mean not to push twitter but it is it is like the cfl social media hub so uh i like what sandy's saying there she goes to her football family when they're struggling and and the other thing about reaper and we'll talk to him next week but if someone in his football family is struggling be it bomber fan rider fan bc lions fan He'll he'll retweet. Hey hey everyone, this guy could use some some words of of kindness and uh, yeah, it, he's just a great guy. So I'm excited to see him next week and tease that because he won't do the full reveal till the home opener and the Great Cup uh, banner, Darren. But uh, we'll we'll see a little bit of a teaser there. Should we talk uh, top fifty or do we have time? Yeah, like I'm good. Yeah, let's let's do what it. What about you? What about what about people in the chat? You want you want us to talk top fifty or what? 
well, let, we'll hear from them. Get into the chat. Uh, <laughs> this is what this is what I wanted to do, Zach. So, like, who are your can't miss players, right? Yeah. And and you know, like Willie Jefferson and Adam Big Hill and and Simone Lawrence and uh, Zach Kolaris. Like, those are the easy ones. Yeah. Who are your can't miss guys that maybe aren't, uh, you know, aren't so easily uh, mentioned? Like not the award winners, not the guys up for awards year after year. Like Stanley Bryant, he's going to be in the top fifty, no question. Chris yeah. Van Zyl is going to be in the top fifty, as he should be. Andrew Harris, and and you know the years that he's put in, uh, and and how good he was uh, when healthy last is year. Is Andrew Harris going to be in the top fifty? Well, that's that's the thing. The 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 rules for our ballot uh, is it's, it's based on their play in 2021, but they have to still be in the league in 2022. Now I bent that rule a little bit last year because Kamar Jordan did not play much in, in 2019. And then uh, in my 2021 ballot, I put him on there because right. there's few receivers in my mind, like, like um, you know, Brian Burnham, couple others like yeah. are there yeah. uh but I, I don't know kamar jordan for my money is, is just a you know a, a talent that that couldn't be overlooked so uh, yeah he's, I'll, he's I'll get a... it i'll get it i'll get it started here here's what I'll, I'll say uh jagarid davis oh yeah has definitely elevated himself into top 15 probably top 10 conversation and when you talk about the best players in the cfl maybe not a guy that that comes to mind right away he should. Him and AC Leonard are right there with Jackson Jeffcoat and Willie Jefferson. Yeah, I, I totally agree on those ones. I think in another easy one is William Stanback. Uh, he he was in the race for for MOP. <laughs> Tyler saying the Bombers whole O line. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, those road graders they don't often get the uh, the the respect they deserve. I, I think Kenny Lawler will be thrown in there. I, I I expect to see Nick Dembski, another bomber pick. I expect to see the Jeffs. Of course, you said Kolaris, Biggie. Yep. Uh, but ma maybe one off the board. One guy that really stood out to me for the Argos last year was Sean Oakman. He played D-line, and he was he's an absolute monster, Sean yes, Oakman. Yes, he is. And um, I remember Brady Oliveira was his second, I believe... I believe it was one of his first starts. He had that start uh, against Hamilton, the first game, and he had a big chunk of yards. And then the second game of the year was was Toronto. We beat them, but but not by a lot. We didn't have a whole lot going in the run game. And then we went into Toronto for that one uh, meaningful loss, and they shut the running game down. And I saw Sean Oakman everywhere. So he's a guy who, who I'd like to see in there. He, he, he I'd love to someone to look up his stats, but, but I think he's a, just a massive, massive man. Absolutely. Yes, he, he is huge. I think he's six seven two eighty, or at least Ooh. during his draft year in 2016, he went undrafted. There was a lot of negative press and, and, you know, you can get online and look up Sean Oakman, uh, yeah. you know, for, for the, the issues he had, uh, while at Baylor and in college and that sort of thing. But, uh, undrafted in 2016 had, you know, uh, some opportunities in pro football, but like he's made that, uh, that Toronto Argonauts defensive line, like really dangerous. Yeah, um, I saw Jake Winicky come up there. Of course, uh, Brian Burnham, Lucky Whitehead, will be on there. 
Gino Lewis is another guy who I expect to be on there, a big-time number one receiver for the Montreal Alouettes. From yep. what I saw last year at times, Darren, I heard people call him the number one receiver in the league, even, even a little bit ahead of Kenny Lawler. Mm-hmm. This guy, this guy is like almost impossible to cover at times. I expect he him to be on there. Uh, he, he was he was an impressive receiver in my books. Yeah, no question. Uh, I think there's a lot of really good receivers in the CFL that that maybe yep. don't get uh, get their due. But um, you know, I'm looking forward to to putting together uh, my ballot. We'll probably break that down, uh, yeah. Zach, on uh, Bonfire Midweek. On Tuesday, we're going back to Tuesdays, live, 7.30 p.m., same time, same place, same bonfire channel, same bonfire time uh, with uh, with, you, with you, Zach. Uh, anybody else uh, kind of pop into mind? Like, we got to pick a kicker. We've got to pick, uh, you know, a couple offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Are there any DBs you really like? Well, I, I think about ours, you know, because I'm the homer, but... <clears throat> I off the top of my head, I think you, you look at uh, uh, Siante Evans as a good one. I know now Delvin Bro ended up in BC, did he not? There's yeah, a guy I think who so. There's a I'm guy look him up. other teams don't even throw against, right? That is very true. Uh, so that tells you everything you need to know. So he's he's definitely a DB I'd throw up there. He's and in BC. I, I well, and, and TJ Lee, like if you're mentioning BC, yep. BC yeah. Lions DB, like TJ Lee is really good, like really, yeah. really good. What about um, Luchas Purifoy, Ed Ganey? You know, those guys are big okay. losses for the riders. Derek Moncrief as Derek a dime. Good. Uh, yeah. Purifoy is a freakish athlete that can play yep. weak side yep. linebacker, dime back, safety, corner, like Luchas Purifoy. And he can return kicks. Like he really can kind of do everything. Um, a DB I really like is Deshaun Amos of the Calgary Stampeders. Calgary, yeah. Uh, very, very talented player. He had a bust or two uh, last year, but um, you know, he he for my money, I'd, I'd put him on a, a CFL All Star team at corner. Uh, Dietrich Nichols, I, I touched on him uh, as well. Uh, I think Dietrich Nichols this year elevates himself to be not just an, an all-star again, I think he's going to be the best defensive back on the Blue Bombers. Really? Yep. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Dietrich I like Nick, him. Oh, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not debating on it. I could see it. Yeah. So Don, Don left a voicemail on the Bonfire Sports <laughs> Hotline. Don, I, I wish I could play the call like just like that. I'm a one-man operation here. Zach's got, you know, uh, a baby at home. I've got all of these screens and buttons and operations. I'm doing the best I can moderating the chat. Uh, we're going to keep the, the dummies out of there. I, I promise. Moving yeah. Forward. We'll look at that um, folks. That was completely off base. We'll, no, we'll it was, it was yeah. complete BS, but uh, I, either way um, we will, uh, I'll be able to play these soon. I promise. I, I just don't know if I can pull that MP3 and play it uh, that quickly. I wish I miss my I miss my TSN radio producer. That's what I really miss. Well, what you, we might be able to throw it on the website or or on Twitter or something, Darren. But we'll see. We'll get it. We'll, we'll get see. it up. We'll, we'll get it up. I, I promise. Uh, so Cody Fajardo <laughs> is Cody. So I, I'm curious about the quarterbacks, Zach. Like, yeah, where do you put the quarterback? Is Bo Levi Mitchell a top ten player? Not anymore. Not anymore. He has okay. to prove it. So who is there with Zach Kolaris? Who are the best quarterbacks in the CFL? I think it's Jeremiah Masoli. Okay. I think you mean you mean the, the quarterback Hamilton decided to move on from? I I didn't agree with their pick. 
I thought the Bombers owned Dane Evans. Now, Dane Evans, there was one game in, in I believe, 19. They came into Winnipeg, and he put up 300 yards in the first half. I mean, the guy can ball. But when the lights came on in the Grey Cup, the guy had nothing. I see Vernon Adams. I don't know. Like, Vernon Adams is such an enigma to me. The guy can be the, the second coming of Doug Flutie. And then... He can be the second coming of uh, Justin Boltus, if you remember. Jason, <laughs> Justin Jason Boltus. No, I'm, I'm Jason I'm Boltus. Yeah. Well, yeah. Justin. It was. It was Justin Goltz. Goltz. Right. So the Snickers commercial. Remember, he was the Snickers commercial actor. Yes, I do. I, it's like I, shooting. Vernon shooting Adams is is an enigma. He's he's fascinating to me. I don't. He will be in the top fifty for sure. I don't. But I don't know if he'll stay there. I really don't, especially when he tries like some of the mid-range passes, some of the things you need to do to keep the drive going in the CFL, some of the patient, uh, the patience you need to look off a look off a DB yep. um, to hit the developing route over the a slant route over the middle. He likes to he his his average yard yards per throw was was ridiculous. The guy can run. He's he's a great athlete, but I. I don't know what he's going to turn into. And he's been fiery too. And I, I think, you know, he said things on social media, on Twitter that he regrets later, especially when um, uh, Trevor Harris was signed. He's too, I see uh, uh, Tyler D uh, uh, agreeing with me, Darren. He, he's too erratic. So I'm looking, well, I'm very interested to see what he brings this year with Trevor Harris breathing down his neck, man. Well, I, I want to mention that. So real quickly, AK on YouTube in the live chat. Fajardo is not bad, but I don't like the riders probably <laughs> echoing the sentiments of a lot of people out there. Uh, I don't know if I have uh, Cody Fajardo in my top. So it's a top 50 ballot, but we vote for 40. Oh, do you? Because they're, yes. So there'll be some overlap, right? But it's kind of, and then it's just points based on where you land in that top 40 and they compile it all. Oh, okay, um, I see. So, Interesting. you know, uh, Don, VA is confusing. Uh, a lot of people mentioning uh, Vernon Adams Jr. He is going to be pushed by Trevor Harris this year. Yes. This is what I've, okay. So you've got Kahari Jones, who knows a little, little bit about quarterbacking. He's on the you hot have, seat, by the way, I think, Darren. Absolutely is. Yeah. Montreal needs to have a big season and I think they have the horses to do it, but you got, you got Kahari Jones, you've got Anthony Calvillo as the quarterback's coach. Yep. And then you've got two of the most hot and cold, good and bad quarterbacks. I, I shouldn't label them good or bad, but I mean, just like show great and then have a bad game or show real, like throw for 350 yards, 400 yards, and then yeah. throw three, three picks the next week. Uh, in Vernon Adams Jr. and Trevor Harris. They're the same quarterback to me. Obviously, very different style of play, right? Yeah, yeah. But That's to me, like what you get out of them, very similar. Yeah. So uh, I think having a legit veteran starter yeah. uh, in Trevor Harris, like you call him a legit veteran. He's a legit veteran. Uh, sure. Is he still a starter? Well, he's going to try to prove that. But having a guy like that, in the quarterback room, in training camp, in practice every day. Like, how easy is it going to be for Kahari Jones to just say, we're starting Trevor this week? And VA is going to be like, huh? What? Yeah. So he needs yeah. to, maybe VA is the type of guy that needs to be put on his P's and Q's. He needs to be Interesting. pushed a little bit. I, I don't know that, but but maybe it'll be a good thing. 
uh, for VA to, uh, to have, um, you know, not a, uh, an unproven commodity next to him in, in the quarterback stable to have somebody he can lean on for advice and, and lean on for insight in, in, on, in film study and all those things who's seen CFL defenses. It's just another nice set of veteran eyes, yeah. but also somebody that knows he can take his job pretty quickly. Well, and, and, and Joe Pritchard's asking about the East. I, I've heard people say this in, in the in the media community and the podcasting community. The East is is going to be tough this year. You know, with, with Masoli coming to Ottawa now, you've got Hamilton, who's still going to contend. Toronto is going to be a force. Montreal is loaded up. Yep. They could actually... Now, I'm not going to say they're going to cross over, but that would be pretty cool if they crossed over, especially if they eliminated the Riders. Uh, and they crossed over to that third spot in the West. But I'm looking at the East, and I'm thinking they're going to be better than they have been in years, Darren. And and I look at Ottawa, and like they they've got some players now. And how how long how long did Paul Police have to try to get creative with Matt right. Nichols, who you know, yeah. yeah, the game manager joke, and they made the hats up for him and everything like that. But anytime, <laughs> like like I'll just say it as I saw it. Anytime Matt Nichols tried to win the game, anytime he yeah. tried to really make it happen and be dangerous and throw into smaller windows and, and like push opposing yeah. defenses, he'd make mistakes. It, it's just what yeah. when he played safe and conservative and within himself and let Andrew Harris be the, the real catalyst of the offense and let that offensive line. Yeah. you know, get their noses dirty and, and get physical and, and beat up the, the opposing opposing defense and, and let guys like Nick Dembski be versatile and do different things. That's when it all kind of came together for Matt Nichols and for Paul Apolise's offense here. Now yeah. you give Lapo a really, really good proven quarterback yeah. in Jeremiah Mazzoli. And then some of the receivers that they have in yeah. Ottawa and like maybe Sprinkle in a little Devonte Deadman on offense. We saw what he did on specials. Oh, uh, guy was unbelievable. They they could suddenly have a very very good offense. Is the defense there? I don't know. We'll have to see once uh, the real games are played. Special teams was their strength last season, and that's not saying much. Lewis Ward. Yep. I think I think Ottawa is going to be better. I don't yeah. know if like. Hamilton is the interesting one to me too. I, I think Montreal will be okay. I think they'll be a little bit better. Toronto, I agree with you, will be a four sack. Um, but the Hamilton Tiger Cats are, are an interesting one to me. A lot of changes. No more Jagirid Davis, but they gain Micah Johnson. Obviously, it's all Dane Evans' offense now. Uh, you know, I think Don Jackson is still there, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I but think Don's still um, there, yeah. You know, Sean Thomas Erlington had a tough playoff run and, and lost the football a little bit. Um, but, you know, Orlando Steinhauer is really close friends with Mike O'Shea and also a completely opposite personality when it comes to dealing with the media. And he said it straight up this year. We're a work in progress. Like mm. this isn't, this isn't the same powerhouse. We expect to beat everybody 13, 14, 15 win Hamilton Tiger Cats team anymore. Yeah. They may end up being that, but I don't think they're entering the season with that same gusto, that same kind of confidence that they've had, um, you know, in the past. I I don't think so either. I think when you lose Ja'Garrett Davis, of course, they lost Brandon Banks. Now, he wasn't as big a force last year, but he's still Brandon Banks, right? Yep. 
Braylon uh, Addison, and they've Braylon got some other Addison. guys. They they yeah. do. They have some good receivers, but Dane, Dane Evans hasn't proven himself to me. I think I think he's kind of like Cody Fajardo when you have him. <laughs> that's good. When you have him in his first year as a starter, lighting the league up. I think sometimes it's because other teams haven't quite figured them out, right? You had Fajardo with that patented spin move to his left that was giving teams fits in 2019, which is why one of the reasons, anyway, he became the West Division uh, MOP candidate, Darren. Right. But once teams figured that out, you saw last year his deep ball game wasn't going. He was getting frustrated. He couldn't do anything to the Bombers. And I, I don't know. I don't know where Dane Evan, like I, he's got talent to burn. Don't get me wrong. But will teams or have teams started to figure him out? I, I don't know where Hamilton, I agree with Donnie there. I think Hamilton is an enigma. And I don't often agree with people in Winkler, but uh, <laughs> 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 love me some Winkler, Donnie. I just had to throw that in. Oh, uh, we're having too much fun. Ryan we, Davis. We, we, yeah, he was good. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sandy saying Ottawa, he believes, uh, she believes where, uh, Matt Nichols is, is playing now. Matt is out of football. Yeah. He's now. Done. So, n- no longer on the Ottawa Red Blacks. Either is Dominique Davis. I don't think anybody signed Dom Davis either. No. He had a pretty good run for, for the maybe lack of sustained success for Dom Davis. He had a pretty good run in pro football. No. Did he not get picked up by Montreal? I thought there was something there, but I don't know, Darren. I don't. I'll know. have to look. Either I'll way, find out, I'll find out when I get into my fantasy. I'm so, folks. I'm doing fantasy this year for the first time, representing uh, Bonfire Sports with the proud members of the Canadian Football Podcast Network (CFPN). They're all over. Uh, you've got the Piffles Podcast in Saskatchewan. You've got the Turf District. We've got our own homegrown uh uh the rouge radio podcast canadian football countdown x's and argos oski wee wee the, the for the four horsemen or no the horseman podcast sorry for calgary yep. and i'm representing winnipeg so i i need your help darren i need people's help in this chat because i hit, we are the back hit the, hotline. hit the hotline if you got hit tips the hotline I yeah, need 786 tips, tip, or sorry, folks. 816 tips. Sorry, I 816 need, tips. You got fantasy <laughs> tips for Zach. Hit it up. I need fantasy tips, okay? Because I'm representing Winnipeg, the back-to-back champs, and we cannot lose this. We can't. We we have to win the fantasy league. It's my first time. It's the first time they've let me in because apparently you had to do a podcast for a number of months to be allowed in, Darren. So, you know, I, oh. I was allowed in. That's good. I'm so grateful, CFPN. Ryan Coop, local Winnipegger, great guy. Oh, uh, yeah, Coop. He's running great. it. He's running it. So, and the winner, I, I think that there's going to be about a $300 pot and it's going to charity. So, it's a good thing to do. I uh, Just watch for your CFPN podcast. We'll be mixing it up on there, uh, throwing down some trash talk. And uh, I expect to win this thing for, you know. Nice. Kind of like that, kind of like the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, the expansion team, and nobody nobody sees them coming. But unlike the Knights who lost to the Capitals, I'm going to win this one for Bonfire okay. Sports. I'm going to win it for Winnipeg for the W, buddy. I love it. You you if if you're you know <laughs> repping the Bonfire B and and you're mediocre to poor in fantasy football, I might we're be cut have, by you, buddy. We're it's, gonna it, have issues. Is uh, so uh, Dawn in the live chat mentioning <laughs> Hotline or Crime Stars. So. 
when we were kids, like if you're you're like a, an 80s or 90s kid, you remember <laughs> 786 tips. Oh, yeah. That was Crime Stoppers, right? Yeah. Well, Bonfire Sports, Sports got 816 tips. Yeah. 816-8477. If you ever have trouble remembering it, it's the 204 area code you know and love. And then it's the two most exciting quarterbacks the Blue Bombers have had from two eras gone by. You got Zach Kolaris and Matt Dunnigan. 816-816 tips. 816-8477. I'm trying to think of an 84 and a 77 on the Bombers. Was that Greg Carr and then Stan Mikawas? John Oosterhoos? 77. I I think Robbie Bryant was 84. Robbie Bryant was 84. I was thinking Greg Carr was 84. Yeah, he might have been. He might have been. Now it's uh, now it's uh, Hustler like this. We was talking to Hustler uh, yesterday on Winnipeg Sports Talk. Head over to them on YouTube and uh, give that a watch. Uh, I had a good yeah. conversation with him uh, yesterday. Uh, he loves the acronym uh, we plunked on uh, Brandon O'Leary Orange, and that's Bolo. Brandon O'Leary Orange, <laughs> Bolo. Uh, but he's wearing 80, he's wearing eighty four for the Bombers uh, this season. So. Uh, I, I think he's somebody as we were kind of going, uh, going through it, uh, love to see this. Whoops. That's the wrong oh, one. Chris Brazel uh, Hadley. Hey buddy, how you doing? Oh, Wilcox, Gerald yeah. Wilcox, Robert yes. Gordon, some 84s there. I think right. Bobby Bryant was, I, I you remember Chris Brazel? I don't know if that's yeah. how you spell it, how Hadley has it there, but, but nailed the player. Uh, love that Bobby yeah. gorgeous. I remember meeting Bobby gorgeous <laughs> at bombers mini camp in spring several years ago, like that Robert Marv era oh, uh, yeah. in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, he just kind of oh, yeah. strolled up and he's like, Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, look, it's the, you know, like old, like there he was Robert Gordon. And I remember like everybody loved Milt Stiegel and I love Milt, but when I was a kid, I loved Robert Gordon and Milt was also there. Flash, right? Flash Gordon. I lo- Flash Gordon. I loved watching yeah. Robert Gordon play. Uh, he was what uh, happened to him, Darren. So much he fun. Was, he was uh he was a coach with the Alouettes and, and they let him go. Yeah, I think he's well, he's living stuff? in the in the he's living in the Tampa area or was uh yeah. you know a few years ago when we were down there, but he looked happy and healthy and and uh you know, love talking football and old times in Winnipeg uh, with the crew right. that was there. I love seeing this, Sandy. She's already got 204-816 tips, <laughs> the Bonfire nice. Sports Hotline, in her phone. Uh, remember, everybody, uh, it is just like any other text, just like when you text your mama, standard rates apply. If you got a texting plan, you're good. It's just like texting uh, any of your friends. Or leave a voicemail. Don did. He's so fired up. He wants us to play it right now. Sorry, Donna, uh, can't, but we will get that on a future show. Leave a voicemail. Get, this is what you got to do. Leave your name. Say, hey, this is Bob, and I got this to say, and then let it rip. And if it's Bob Irving, absolutely. He's too busy watching Ozark. He's kicking his feet back there. Right. He hasn't had a summer in 47 years. He's but been yeah, golfing yeah, and traveling yeah, yeah. And, and going to the late. He's having a time. As I caught up with time. Bob. Uh, I caught up with Bob at the Bombers game uh, back on Friday at IG Field, talking to Bob Irving in the Bob Irving Media Center, uh, and always a delight. But, uh, you know, again, wishing Bob uh, all the best in retirement. He says, you know, everyone's like, is it, is it weird? Well, he had a regular winter like everybody else, you know, yeah. suffered through a Manitoba, you know, did some traveling, that sort of thing. But it was that first preseason game, and now the regular season's like, okay, I'm not here every day. Oh, it's the day yeah. before a game. I'm not. I'm not prepping. He's out on the golf course, so so good for Bob. And, and but he did come up. I heard he came up to the preseason. He came up to the box there on Friday, 
and the, the, the seas parted. He, he he was given somebody else's seat. They quickly got up. Yes, yes, Mr. Really? Irving. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I love that. I heard about. We had a that. sandwich. We had a sandwich together in the press box. It was nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I've never even I've never had a sandwich with Bob, but uh, that's. By the, can I just say one thing about Don? Because Don is so so great. He was at, he's asking me where if I've got my Grey Cup tickets. I have not. Uh, we're waiting till the uh, till the little guy is sleep trained, and then we and my wife may be a little more receptive to this. <laughs> you got to pick your spots, right, guys? Um, yep. I was at the Grey Cup last year, of course, as were you, Don, uh, and and Darren, and and we had uh, the the Gen Z there, Nick Kowalski, doing some great oh, yes. video work. Now he's out in BC. They have a podcast too, right? Check that out. But uh, that's right. Yeah, and, Lions uh, Baker, Den or no, right? no, not Lions Den. Yeah, Matt Baker. Most, yeah, him, him and Nick yeah. are they're going to do great stuff. Um, so my cousin, my cousin from Michigan, comes up. Uh, he he spends the summers in in West Hawk Lake. He loves it so much. And he come, I, I convinced him. I convinced him to come to the Grey Cup, and we we met Donnie at at the George Hamilton Bar downtown. We did a live podcast, and and my cousin was floored by Donnie. The, the the pipe you can hear this guy coming from down the block. The pipes he's got, like there's a reason why he like he's my my cousin called him not just a heckler. He's a master heckler, folks. So if you're down in so like a master a master angler for talkers, yeah, not there you go. Fisher, the, the, the pipes he has <laughs> and he says he says he always he hasn't trained or anything he always had these 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 uh i don't know uh oh it's brazzled yeah okay yeah okay you got that's it that's all right no. hadley we'll, we'll no, forgive good. you oh always forgiven hadley appreciate he's you always had these pipes like a church organ and it's just unbelievable the the noise he could make I just, he's just, you're, you're a legend. Donnie. So like not, so, not these, not these pipes, but these not, pipes. Oh, that's, is that my right? You can't even see it anyway. Um, nope. Not bad. Sun wasn't out. Sun wasn't out today, Zach. Put those away. <laughs> but I haven't got my Grey Cup tickets, but we'll, we'll talk more about Grey Cup. Uh, it's hard to find a place to stay in Regina, apparently. Funny, funny comment here from, from Sammy Ray. Buy tickets, but can't <laughs> afford it. Frowny face. <laughs> They'll throw a party for uh, them and all their poor friends. Well, uh, I'm going to try to get there again, make yeah. the drive out and, uh, you know, cover it uh, as I have the last uh, six or seven great cups. But um, it, it's such a blast. And if you're not able to get to Regina for the great cup or you, or you decide not to go or, or whatever, <laughs> um, you know, Bonfire Sports, we expect to be there. We've always got you covered. So uh, keep it locked uh, for that. Um you know, Zach, let's wrap it up there. Uh, we're, we're edging on two hours uh, of uh, the show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we got to, you know, do a little bit of cleanup around here, right? So uh, I, anyway, um, thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us uh, and and in the live chat. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, on a two-hour podcast as you're cutting the grass this weekend, let's thanks uh, for the support. And, uh, yeah, Zach, o- always good to be with you, my man. Hey, like I said at the beginning, Darren, it's uh, it, 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 this this match you and he, you and me, we we have uh, we have legs here. So yes, you're you're stuck with me, buddy, and uh, we're just getting warmed up. I, I can't wait till Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see some other preseason games. Uh, we're gonna get to talk fantasy. We're gonna talk some rings. We're gonna do some predictions for the for the first game. We're gonna get some Reaper. We're gonna talk about giveaways, buddy. We got uh, some I sweet wait. We got some sweet, sweet 
giveaways. Uh, I wish I could tease it a little bit more, but I'm thinking people are really going to like what they see and what we have uh, in store as a nice giveaway for for some of our, our great viewers and listeners. Thanks to everybody for reaching out. Uh, Brian and, and Brandon and uh, Hadley and, and Dawn and Andrea and, and Sandy, everybody. Like awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, on Bonfire Midweek. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like, uh, ring the bell, and uh, do all those good things. We appreciate a lot on YouTube and Facebook. Zach, thanks again, man. We will. Uh, we got eight days till a football game, so uh, looking forward to uh, talking to you Tuesday. Have a great weekend, man. You too, buddy. And sh- uh, last shout out to to Sammy. Everybody talks about her daughter, who's bomber hero girl, and she gets to be the ba- f- uh, fan correspondent. Mom's awesome too, so I'm glad you you showed up there, mom. Mom's everywhere. You rock. And we will see you guys on Tuesday. Tell your friends about the show as well, by the way, if you know any Bomber fans. Couldn't agree more. I mean, who wouldn't want to look at and listen to these two gents right here? (laughs) Always good to end on a joke. (laughs) There you go. It's a joke. All right. (laughs) Enjoy the outro, everybody. Good night.